welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name is Sean Bell. I am joined by James Farley. Hello. And Matthew Murray. Hello. And that, blimey. Um, <laughs> uh, I think we're hoping for a relatively short one on account of the fact that this is the second of three podcasts we're putting out this week. Yeah, please. Although the other two, depending on who you are, might not be of any interest. So that's maybe not such a great deal for some of you. I know, I, I, <laughs> see, I'm not entirely happy about this because I've, I've only got one day off this week, like Wednesday. Like the other, that's true. I'm I'm the only one who's done all right out of this because I got to sack my stream off because we're now recording this on Tuesday night when I should be streaming. Yeah. Um, whereas you guys are still fully on the hook um, for doing your streams, and Matt's got edit. Matt, do you want me to edit a, a show this week? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel good. bad. No, I, 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 like, I like doing. It. I mean, it's only. It might be. I mean, we're saying it's a short one, and then Paul, I listen to this and looking at their their podcast player and saying, "Well, it's three and a half hours." It's three hours. So why yeah. keep it going? Just keep it going. Come on, just keep, keep the energy up. Just keep going. Go on. <laughs> we've got to like, get through it because I've got to edit it and get all the YouTube stuff sorted tonight before it goes out tomorrow morning anyway this doesn't matter to the people listening at home fair enough housekeeping next week on Saturday the 6th of April at 4pm we are doing our live show <laughs> Shit, at is it EGX next week? Rezzed it is isn't it it is isn't it yeah yeah it's a week yeah, on Saturday this... yeah 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 uh, which is terrifying um no, it's not. It'll be fine. It'll be, be good fun. Um, yeah, we're going to be at the show all day, and then we're going to talk about what we've played at the show. James won't be there, which is kind of shit, but Dave will be there, which is pretty good. So that balances itself out pretty well, I think. Yeah. Um, after the show, about half six, uh, we are going to go to the Mineries, which is a pub in London. It's 60-second walk from Tower Hill Tube Station, and we're going to meet there, and they do food and booze. They do food and, and drink. Every, just everything you need to survive, basically. Yeah. Um, this is what, I, so, may yeah. have, I may have talked over you, but this is Saturday, sixth of April. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm excited. It's like the closest thing I've got to a holiday all year so far. So, <laughs> yeah. Which is actually it's just going to be a really tiring day of traipsing around London yeah, like, and then getting they're, home. They're the same back day. in a day. We're both we're both doing that this year. It's gonna be a tiring one, but yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome to just... to do the show, to play some games, to meet some listeners. Um, shame yeah, James isn't going to be there, but. Have we have we figured out the dress code, Matt? Are we where are we going branded, or are we just going <laughs> in our civvies? Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll wear the t-shirt this year, and you can, you can just actually. No, I think I'm going to get a shirt. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, come along to that. You don't need a special ticket or anything. Just a regular resed one um, is absolutely fine. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. Every week we stream on Twitch. Um, in fact, you, if you listen to this, you might have missed. Uh, we did one where we talked over the Sony State of Play event on Monday, which was a lot of fun. Um, but generally speaking, um, we've got James doing Deadly Premonition every Friday at 9pm. We've got Matt doing Bloodborne every Sunday at 8.30. And then me will be play- <laughs> doing a thing called Played by the Bell, which is a funny joke about my crap surname. Every Tuesday at 9pm <laughs> is me playing a random indie game matt you're done with resident evil aren't you yeah i'm i'm i've i'm done and i, I really want to start another one i wanted to like alex kid with james <laughs> but because james is going to be away for like three weeks or miss three wednesdays yeah. anyway uh we're gonna just postpone that and wait for james to come back so i mean i, th- I think you're entitled to a break i think that's, I think well, that's okay. that. I, i'm gonna really enjoy my wednesday nights you know i've got yeah. other things to plan for so yeah i'm excited for that but yeah. um yeah I, I i will also miss streaming twice a week but we'll uh Wait and know. do Alex Will kid you? when James returns. <laughs> I'm very much um, looking forward to having a couple of weeks off from having to stream Deadly Premonition. It's it's a good thing. But you're enjoying it more now, aren't you? Uh, I was, and then it depends. Sometimes I'm enjoying it. Sometimes not so much. The last last week wasn't wasn't great. 
it, it wasn't. But yeah. uh, you know, it's it, it's up and down that game. It really is. I mean, is, is the amount you enjoy it? Is that like is that? Is that in keeping with the amount of alcohol you drink? So you drink more, you like it more. Because obviously <laughs> this week, less drink, you enjoyed it less. The week before, you loved it. You were hammered. So I think that, there's a correlation. Yeah, there, may be, there may be a very direct correlation actually between those two. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Okay, but I'm not doing that again because it was horrible. I had like acid reflux and all sorts of stuff. It was disgusting. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. If um, you want to support James's self-destructive behaviour, or if you just like us in general, if you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. It's the same thing, and it means you can give someone, ideally us, um, a free monthly sub, which costs you nothing, but it gives us cash, and it, we, we really appreciate it. It's a really nice thing that people do for us. You do have to do it every month, unfortunately. So if you think you did it a while ago, and you think that's it, and it just recurs, it doesn't. So you have to keep going back and doing it, which is a pain in the ass. but we love you for doing it. Um, yeah, it is, we, it is a pain really off, but also yeah. there, uh, there's also new fancy loyalty badges on Twitch if you've been oh, subbed yeah. for uh, basically I think mean, well it, 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 however long you sub there's like a different badge associated with that it's nothing ma- massive but I think they look quite nice and they worked I, I did them a few days ago and they actually worked in Monday Night Stream they look quite cool so yeah 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 it was it was <laughs> It was really weird seeing everyone in the chat and suddenly those who didn't have badges were like suddenly really upset about it and <laughs> well you know <laughs> what to do. Yeah, exactly. It works. The system works. Um, right, I think that's it for housekeeping. Uh, what have we got for feedback, Speaking Matt? of housekeeping, Cammy Toman is straight in there. Um, why invent a new <laughs> housekeeping segment at the start of the show if we're just going to do it again at the end? Good question. <laughs> very I did think that was a point. bit odd, but, I, you know. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, good, it's good as Sean does at the beginning, so people actually listen. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, me doing the end was just like, everyone's like, well, we've got, there's a minute left. Might as well skip on to the next podcast I'm listening to. Um, so it's good that I don't, <laughs> but I just thought I'd recap at the end. And also, people generally, it's very easy to, if you've got podcasts on in the background to like miss things. And I forgot, but um, well, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens at the end of this show. And because this show is such an intellectual powerhouse, I mean, you're, you're mentally exhausted by yeah, it. Exactly, you might not yeah. remember the very start bit. It's all just a bit of a blur. It's exceptionally draining. So, it is. Um, although Athena <laughs> Adler says Matt desperately wants his voice to be heard more. I mean, it, I, don't, it, I it, mean that's one way of putting it. I think he just enjoys talking. I don't think yeah. that's it. But, but also, if you were in the car with me on a Wednesday morning, you know that's absolutely not the case. And I'm, I'm seriously considering sort of flipping the car into the nearest ravine uh, when I mumble my way through like a game description. Um, but uh, speaking of mumbling my way through, through stuff uh, TCGS fans at TCGS fans on Twitter in fact uh, regarding that Twitter account they put out a great little thread of tweets uh, in the last week and we retweeted it uh, today uh, with, with some more information about the meet um, and I think they might be meeting up during the day as well so yeah if you want to you meet some like-minded fans in your area uh, go to at TCGS fans on Twitter and uh, they've got some information there about the resume anyway uh, my favourite part of this episode uh, being the last one uh, is where Matt combines both the sayings reinvent the wheel and rewrite the rule book to create the phrase rewrite the wheel uh, this is great because <laughs> it, it really that. reinvents the rule book and yeah <laughs> when I was listening to that again I was like you idiot man maybe no one caught that <laughs> I completely missed that I love maybe stuff no like one that. caught that <laughs> they did they caught it Super. but also yeah <laughs> I, can't, I can't like actually rewrite the world uh, PG Mighty um, used our contact form on the computergameshow.com and got in touch sorry what exactly was James and Sean's issue with Respawn Pain Ninja a cool million for an ad con- for ad uh, content? Matt, Matt, he said a cool mill. 
here. Yeah, cool I'm, 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 I'm editing on the fly. Okay, game <laughs> Ninja, a cool mill for ad content. Did it work for Respawn? Sounds like it. Did it work for Ninja? He'd be stupid for it not to have. Um, or he'd be stupid for... Yeah, whatever. Um, and if it worked for the dev, it would likely be solid for their employees. Well, but it probably we'll cover that in for news. the probably yeah, for the news that we're about yeah. to cover. <laughs> I could do without Ninja myself, but James and Sean's arguments were incoherent and drowned out Matt asking the exact same question I am. So what is the problem? And I only accept your admittance that you feel the government should tell Respawn how to spend their ad buy. It's called a free market. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love the show. It's my cherry to my commute with uh, TCGS and rotation with all the main ones. Uh, James. I mean, I read this and I, I thought it's obviously trolling. Like it's got to be. I mean, you've got all you've got all the like the telltale signs there that it is like trying to push certain buttons, and uh, particularly yeah. that you know it's called a free market. I mean, that's that's quite funny. I mean, we never in any way suggested that we thought the government should regulate like a video <laughs> games company. Where has that come from as an idea? We just thought it was a bit. I don't know. It's it's the whole influencers thing, which was, I think. Okay, personally, I I still don't feel entirely comfortable with the whole idea of influencers because it's this idea of just like paying people for advertising, but then trying to pretend kind of that it isn't. And it, I think I feel yeah. there's like a moral sort of grey area there, and uh, it's not, uh, not James, so good. James, you know, um, yeah. you know, every time we've got a like, free review code, uh, have you yeah. been mentioning that we've got free review code before every time you mention it on the show? Well, I don't ever get it, Matt, because you're the only one who gets all the free review codes. <laughs> so the only one who emails. Also, well, hang on, hang on. There's a difference between getting free review code, which is ultimately a tool you need to do your job, and actually being paid to play and promote. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I, I, I think there might be a bit of a grey area there as well. And I, I do hear some people okay. saying, "Oh, this was supplied by a PlayStation." Maybe it's just a Sony thing, actually. But I mean, I, I do get what you mean, but I mean. If, but I mean, I, like, I, yeah, I, I think someone being paid a million dollars <coughs> to stream playing a computer game for a little bit—that uh, is just insane to me. Well, that it's, is... it's also because he's not being paid there to do criticism, is he? Like, he's not being paid no. to review it; he's being paid to promote it, which is yeah. the big difference between what we're doing. Because when we're talking about games, we're not trying to promote them as such we're talking about whether we think they're good you know that you know we're trying to sort of give sometimes an opinion you're quite it. mean about them yeah and that does that's happen happened. sometimes but it's <laughs> with this it's just it's pure propaganda what's happening here and mm-hmm. yeah it's propaganda cool. yeah is it well yeah they're trying to influence people to buy apex or whatever you know like yeah, i mean and stuff they're basically like they're they're leaning on him and his reach and his platforms to get a message out there, and they're paying him for that service, right? Yeah. Hmm. But is is it as dark as you make out make out to be? I mean, I I I don't. Ex- I mean, I think we definitely covered this last week, but I don't really yeah. hold, I don't really <laughs> well, I hold think- people like Ninja to the same sort of critical and uh, and st- uh, standards and like um, you know like uh, ethics standards. I would you say a, a, a journalist or a games critic or anyone really. What, okay. See, I do because they because influence put across this image that they are your mate. Yes, and that is why I find it a bit creepy. And also, the other thing about it, Matt, is I mean, okay, in the UK we have like the is does the advertising standards agency still exist? Yeah, I, I hope yeah. so. Yeah, there's yeah. there's <laughs> rules you know that are attached to like advertising and everything to stop you know 
sort of well in theory to stop sort of grey area sort of things from kind yeah, of happening yeah but and we've definitely covered this because in every one of his promotional tweets it was hashtag ad and in the description yeah. for his twitch streams it was like um mm. it was hashtag ad or hashtag play apex or whatever so he did all the legal things he has to do to showcase that he's being paid by a company to endorse a certain product i just don't like influencers matt that's all okay, this okay. is down We've, we've got to do a reason you hate influencers. Okay, we get it. But also, I, <laughs> I mean, say, the thing it's, is, it's just... is, sorry, Sean, I, I was going to say, the thing is, though, this is, I mean, what, what he said here about, you know, it's up to Respawn, it's completely up to Respawn. They can do whatever they like. I don't care. I'm just saying that personally, <laughs> I don't like influencers. That's that's yeah. that's the thing. <laughs> I think what, what freaks me out about influencers, like, apparently this is particularly a thing on Instagram, is that, like, being paid to promote stuff is seen as a sign of legitimacy now. Yes. To the yeah. point that people who aren't paid to promote things actually pretend yeah. that they have been. Yeah, I've yeah, because seen it, that. <laughs> I mean, that, that's because it, kind yeah. of messed up. You've got to think what's yeah. happening there. It's just... It's fascinating, isn't it? Because we've gone from like, oh, you can't trust journalists. They all get paid off by the publishers and they don't really say what they really think to, oh, this guy is no one who is literally pretending to have been paid yeah. because that scene is cool. To- what is coming <laughs> It's on? just so backwards. Yeah. And, and yet, the but, way I used right. to write tweets, people were like, Matt, this is an advert. It's like, no, that's just the way I write <laughs> tweets. <laughs> like, I can't even say I'd like to film because they're like, oh, Matt, who paid you to say this? <laughs> you ought to have had like a little tag at the bottom that says, yo, this is not an advert. You know, Catch just... the next thrilling installment of this incredible film I've just watched out now on Amazon.com. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what I said. Oh, I don't know. I'm just in an advertising mindset. Anyway. Yep. Uh, yeah. Curtis at Luke Cage H4H um, you can get the fast travel radio anywhere before chapter 14 <laughs> you have to catch the sheriff at his home nearest the scrapyard late in the evening after 9 o'clock to initiate the quest I mean I, I assume this is deadly premonition talk but I'm also it's quite fun just reading that completely out of context yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I think it's that. just like life hack Ben Simon got- outside outside Silent Hill Shattered Memories was really clever and good uh Sean was halfway there. Some of the stuff in the game was generated by the chat with a psychiatrist. The camera stuff staring at his crotch actually pulled them all over. Uh, so that was the stuff last week where we were talking about like psychiatrist stuff in games and how like games are changing based on the stuff you're doing in game. Mm, yeah. yeah, and I think someone else else. I think we also like mentioned the um, I mentioned that Until Dawn game and whether that psychiatrist stuff was in that game. And someone someone said yes, it was. So mm, whatever. Cool. Uh, Luke Borman, thanks for letting us be natural. Every time Sean says that at the end of the show, I imagine you're all podcasting in the news. In the nude. Good. Good. In the keep, nude. Keep doing that. Fuck's sake. Are you naked, Sean? Uh, no, but I'm wearing. I've got some new jogging bottoms this week, and they're. I mean, they're basically leggings. Um, yes, and they're the most them. comfortable thing I've ever worn. Yeah, it's fantastic. Are they really tight as well? They are quite. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For a thought, I'm James? wearing a Play One podcast <laughs> T-shirt. So, <you> know. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Josh Crow, uh, regarding the possible advent of physical media seeing a significant decrease, I find this to be very annoying. What Matt was saying last week about maintaining a strict system of iTunes, that is very much what I still do. My iTunes is a finely tuned machine, and I get great enjoyment out of buying CDs, games, and films, as it adds an element of phys- a personal connection to the artists behind it. Having said that, the physical games I do buy are bought online, because going into a game shop these days is equal parts laughable and depressing. So to that end, I guess I'm as much a sucker for convenience as the next person. Even as I'm writing this, I'm eagerly awaiting the postie to deliver my copy of Sekiro uh, Shadows Die Twice while while admiring my CD collection that is sitting at 400 and ever rising. Uh, 
If I'm the very last person digging his heels in and shouting from the abyss in the praise of physical media, then I'll take that and run with it. I mean, I just want to, I mean, like, still buying CDs. I, I, I guess if you're, like, massively, massively into music. Like, if you're massively into music, would you buy vinyl, wouldn't you? I was going to say, because I could understand, like, people who, who, like, now are, like, getting into vinyl, because I feel like, you know, in the age of Spotify and what have you, like, it's music feels very disposable. So to sort of try and reconnect with it via, like, arguably like one of the most awkward physical forms there's like there's something pleasant about the ritual of it and like having you know having this object that you have to look after or else it won't work anymore um rather than just being able to you know search for it on spotify or whatever and then forget about it um but like to me like cds now are like this just this sort of halfway point between the two that doesn't really appeal like it's not particularly convenient and also it's not as nice an object to have as yeah, a, it's as not a, a vinyl, vinyl way here like the crackling and it just it's a nice physical object and also mm. there were like lossless music sent, you know sources online like tidal yeah. one like so it's not even the absolute best quality so yeah it is sort of like mm. in the middle but um but i mean that's me and I, yeah i'm not having a go josh but i um, want to add this right? <laughs> i mean I, everyone knows my thoughts about you know physical media and stuff but also like mm-hmm. These days, like, a game is, is rubbish up physically because it's just literally <laughs> a suit, like a really thin plastic case with a CD in it. Like, at least back in the day, there was like instruction manuals and like interesting cartridges or this and this and the other. These days, it's just literally, there's, no, there's like no instructions on the inside. It's just literally a, a CD, uh, like a, a, a case a CD in it. It's pretty depressing. I really miss the, the olden days of uh, PC games coming in massive boxes for oh, no yeah, particular yeah, reason. Huge yeah, that, boxes, that yeah. was also yeah. annoying though, like on your shelf. It was. When you yeah, got yeah, all yeah. these like weird shaped boxes that none of them like line up or anything at all. For somebody yeah. like me that's got like a bit of an OCD about that, it was <laughs> That's true, there was no consistency to them, was there? Yeah. It was all just, yeah. But you did yeah. get cool stuff in those boxes sometimes. I mean, there was always yeah, yeah. like at least a map or something and it was <laughs> it was kind of nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you still get maps in the Rockstar games, so I'm thankful for that. True. But but, but yeah. do, do you, Sean, still get, like, do you still, is it still a nice thing to have even that, what game cases are these days, which are pretty soulless, rubbish, or boxes with nothing inside? You see, yeah, no, I, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't really buy games physically anymore, um, which I think I, I think I said this last week, like, maybe I'm the idiot because it means I don't get to trade stuff in. Um but I, yeah, I don't get any particular joy from having games physically anymore unless it is like a, a funny collector's edition or something, but I don't have many of them either. So like a steel book is enough, I think. I don't need like a massive box or a, yeah. with a shit toy or whatever. Um, like a nice steel book um, copy of a game is is cool. But I was quite into um, that stuff as well, and I stopped when mm. Halo 2 came out because the yeah, documentary... Documentary on the disc basically had a spoiler for the game. I was like, fuck this. I'm not being spoiled. <laughs> the Halo 2 one was really funny because they, they printed more of the special edition than they did the original, like the regular <laughs> one. So the regular one was actually worth more. Like it took yeah, it's harder to get hold of, yeah. yeah. And obviously, like back in the day, like special editions, I know they're still going these days, but they had like the Halo cat helmet. We had like the uh, yeah. Night Vision goggles in Modern Warfare. And I know you can still get ridiculous um, special editions these days, but. I think there's a bit of a stink around them now, isn't there? Because we've had so many bad ones. Fallout seventy six. I'm looking at you, um, but then that's not that's not special editions fault. That's just we just happen to have have had some shit ones. Like I think there's still room for good ones. I think like um, ah shit. Who is it who do um, like limited runs of like Switch games? Are they called limited runs? I think oh, well, yeah, the limited, limited runs run. one, and then yeah, yeah. Um, and they they do cool like they they've got um 
they're releasing a physical version of Hollow Knight that's got a load of nice stuff with it, which I'm sort of tempted. Oh, yeah, I've seen by, it. Yeah. yeah, even though I already own the game. Um, so that's sort of cool. Um, but yeah, by and large, not not fussed. Yeah, I mean, what what we've lost with like the joy of having, well, I think the joy of having physical media, we've just mm. gained inconvenience. It doesn't give it a nice warm feeling anymore, but it is like, yeah. oh, cool. Well, this game's preloaded, and it will unlock at midnight. Um, yeah, so it's convenience over enjoyment, I guess. Um, we talked about Stadia last week. We did a special like uh, podcast. If you haven't already heard that, Google Stadia got mm. announced. We did a special one off. It's out on our podcast feed. Uh, one of the features is Stadia state sharing where you can send a link to someone a loved one or friend uh, over a variety of social platforms and they can then go in and play that game at exactly the same point you were uh, Insert Coins has a point to make about that uh, re-Stadia state sharing I see it being useful for all sorts of things imagine posting a link on Twitter in Dark Souls um, before the Ornstein Smo fight saying try the fight with this crazy armor and weapon loader and let me know what you think I mean, I can yeah, see, I can that, see that like cool setting up like yeah, like specific like setting up specific challenges and stuff. I was thinking about this like after we did the show. Um, you know, they, they sort of give the example of like, oh, if you're stuck at a bit of a game, you can give your friend the link to where you currently are, and then they can pick it up, do the bit, and then give you a link back, and then you crack on. Surely, it's more likely that like every game that comes out, there's just going to be like. Oh yeah, just go on like an FAQ or something. And here's a big fucking list of links to every bit of the game. <laughs> Which, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because everyone will just be generating links all over the shop and it'll just be like dead easy to find whatever you want. But then it also does Which is sort thing... of interesting, but like yeah. just blows everything wide open. But they've also mentioned that... that feature whereby if you just use Google Assistant and say I'm stuck on this part, it will find yeah. a relevant YouTube video with that section in the game and then or mm-hmm. in the video and then it'll take you straight, it'll scrub you straight to that part of the video to show you the, the solution. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, but, um, in terms of state sharing, it's a cool idea, but I, I, I mean, I, don't, I guess I have to see it in practice to, to actually make it work. Uh, Andy yeah. Gushwin has just that example. I found a perfect use case for state sharing tech. Imagine you're playing a game, then suddenly there's a QTE where you need to get past the door. Now you either struggle for ages, or you pass the state <laughs> to a mate and he does it for you. <laughs> I mean, it would be pretty cool yeah. if you're streaming, like sod this. Okay, here's a link. Someone jump in. Someone do it for me. I mean, I'll be doing it most of the time, I guess. <laughs> Every time Mr. X appears, just no. Yeah. Well, no, he's yeah. defeated now. I'm done. I'm done with him. Uh, then we had a massive load of feedback about ketchup, thanks to James. Benjamin King <laughs> at um, Achamius. We'll say Achamius. Usually I'm profile but ketchup and bolognese is a road I can't go down. <laughs> <laughs> then Joshua Gowdy piped up James, the sweetness you're after. Oh, sorry, this is because James puts ketchup in his bolognese like an animal. James, the sweetness you're after from the tomatoes is in your bolognese. Sorry, the sweetness you're after from the tomatoes in your bolognese will come from cooking the sauce on a lower heat for roughly an hour. I know ketchup is for reducing the cooking time to thirty minutes, but if you have the extra time, the former is more tasty. Yep. I mean, we got so many tweets about this, and I was absolutely there was loving a lot, it. Wasn't there? Um, <laughs> I mean, people were. I mean, Steve Robinson, who the fuck puts ketchup in a bolognese? <laughs> Anything to come back to that, James? I don't give a fuck. I mean, the thing is, is I mean, you know, you come home from work, there's a very minimal amount of time, you want to just sweeten it a tiny bit for the children or whatever, and then everyone's having a go. I mean, it's, it's to be expected, obviously, because people are always like this, so I don't care. It's fine, I'm going mean, to keep I, doing it. I did think it was funny when you said it. I wasn't going to have a go at you about it, um, yeah. but yeah. Uh, Joshua Gary does follow on to say he used to, 
<laughs> he was trying to be nice. Yeah, um, yeah. So he said, I want the record to show that I tried to be nice to James and his torrent of cruelty is only indirectly my fault. There you go. But yeah, I mean, but people were, I mean, y- your name was, was, was mud on that tour account yeah. in the week. It wasn't yeah, good. I don't, don't care. Um, Connor Ross Wilson and Sonatol just said, uh, don't know if you've heard, but you can get fast travel radio anywhere before chapter 14 in Delhi. I already did that, didn't we? Yeah, but I, I, the joke was I was going to keep adding it in to. Oh, I see. It's okay. Sorry. Uh, if you want to leave us feedback, Ruined. it's at Fox Computer it. Game Pod on Twitter, <laughs> or you can email podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Cool. Um, James, do you remember when we went to EGX and there was that one evening that we had the meet and then we went to that barbecue place? Oh yeah, I do remember oh, that. that. Was so, that was it, was so good. Good. it was good, wasn't it? Because so, yeah, oh, like, no. wait a minute, yeah. I, did I misremember this? No, no, no. That no, that is right. No, because yeah, because we went to that barbecue <laughs> place for some reason. I thought we went to two restaurants in one night that day and ate like <laughs> loads of meat. I mean, we didn't. We, didn't we? No, we, did we go somewhere in the day? No, because we because we, we went to the bar. Didn't right, we went to the pub after the event, and then yeah. then we went we went off to that place that was um yeah it was more meat. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was very good. But no, I just yeah, because um, I got into like barbecue, like proper barbecue for those listening at home, not just like flipping burgers in your back garden. Like it's where you it's like it's really interesting because it's like it was a form of cooking that came around because it was people trying to figure out how to make use of like cheaper, like tougher cuts of meat, and they sort of discovered that by cooking it at like a relatively low temperature for a really long time. Um, it like it it like dissolves all the collagen in the meat, so that after like eight hours or whatever, it really sort of falls apart really nicely and tastes amazing. Um, so I am a really nicely marbled bit of brisket. Um, you are a barbecue pit master, and your hot smoke is the news. Do we to turn up the heat, Sean? Please do. Oh, don't say that. Then it's about ninety degrees. <laughs> okay, here is the okay. news. That's got a bit. Yeah, let's move on. I feel, I feel weird. <laughs> you broke the flow map. It's again just totally broke the flow. I mean, I, I did like that one, Sean. That was quite good. See, every you. time you start with that, I just I start smiling because I, I, I don't know where you're going to go with it, and it's uh, it's great. It's honestly one of the highlights of my week. Like this morning, I was sitting at work and I was just thinking, I wonder what he's going to come up with today. You, you know, see, it's just... great because it's the opposite for me because I'm sitting around every Monday or Tuesday, thinking, oh fucking hell, I haven't thought of one yet. Freaking out now, like writing <laughs> yeah. over the weekend, doing a couple of drafts, practicing yeah. it, yeah, testing it in front yeah, of the just, live audience. Yeah, like, hey, so got some new material tonight. I'm not sure if this works. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, EA have laid off some staff um, today. Oh fuck's sake! Yeah, so they've That's laid an off. Awkward tonal I mean, shift. This this happened just before we started recording, kind of, as this afternoon, wasn't it? Um, this mm-hmm. this happened. And they've laid off, uh, it's 350 people, uh, which Jesus. apparently is about 4% of their workforce. And the staff reductions are coming from marketing, publishing, and the operations teams. So, do you want to hear the quote of what they what they said, the reasons for this? Let's, yeah, go on and see how they justify this. Today, we took some important steps as a company to address our challenges and prepare for the opportunities ahead. Uh, as we look across a changing world around us, it's clear that we must change with it by firing people. Um, didn't say that. Uh, we're making deliberate moves to better deliver on our commitments, refine our organisation, and meet the needs of our shareholders. Sorry, players. Yeah, that's the uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, but th- this is part of business. Like, it just is, isn't yeah. it? I mean, like, 
and apparently, um, I mean, obviously, in light of all the recent layoffs in other companies, like a bunch of podcasts I listen to, it, actually, this is actually fairly common. If you look back to our previous marches and and this time in like in 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 the Canada, this isn't uncommon for still, games companies it's still to do this. Shit, though, isn't oh, yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah. terrible. And like you know, as uh, I've been through, is this the, I was going to say, yeah, is this a nice then... thing to go through, but. Is this then basically like trimming down because you know it's near the near the end of the financial year? Is yeah. that the yeah. yeah? Oh yeah, I'd imagine so. Yeah. Oh, it's gross, isn't it? I mean, uh, how much of this are we pinning on Anthem? <laughs> well, you see, mean, apparently I'm, Anthem's done all right. Apparently, like, it's done fine. Numbers wise, yeah. yeah. According to the thing. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe we're just hopelessly out of touch on on that. Um, but yeah, Jesus, three hundred and fifty jobs. That is fully shit. I feel like this is almost every week. There's like, yeah. It's well, it's been every week over the last like three or four, yeah, because people getting yeah. this done before the new financial year. Um, yeah. yeah, it's sad, and obviously, wish everyone like AA, like you know, get onto good jobs elsewhere, but yeah, it just feels mm. like a real tough time in the industry. But maybe it's just, yeah. just common every March, unfortunately. No, I didn't know there are 9,000 members of staff worldwide, that is massive, yeah, That's, that is a lot of people, but yeah. I mean, I do wonder if this, you know, how much this is related to like EA just making a lot of bad bets recently on things that didn't maybe pan out as they thought they were going to. But you're probably mm. right; it's probably more about the fact that it's the time of year and it's uh, it's time to, you know, trim the budgets and everything before the end. Yeah, not good shite. Okay, yeah. uh, last week we talked about Google's Stadia quite a lot. Uh, no, was it last week? Or was it this well, week? Well, we I've... talked about it last week just before the conference, and then we did a special oh, pod. So, yeah. I'm just going to say we're doing a podcast every two fucking days at the moment, so I don't, I don't know where we're up to. What yeah. week is it? Well, either way, I'm not getting into that again because it's. I just don't care. Um, so, but instead, just <laughs> got... if, if you are interested and you haven't already, there's a special one off that Stadia podcast where we talk about it after the conference last week. So, go listen to that. Yeah. Yeah, but either way, um, so uh, Phil Spencer is pleased apparently about this. So this is yeah. um, in an internal memo from like from Xbox. Uh, Phil Spencer said that he views Google's announcement as a validation, and he's also promised there's going to be big news at E3. So the reason is for this is he said that today we saw a big tech competitor enter the gaming market and frame the necessary ingredients for success as content, community, and cloud. Uh, there was no big surprises in their announcement, uh, but I want to get um, yeah. He's he's like talking about how they're going to be competing with Google on those sorts of grounds, and mm-hmm. it kind of looks like XCloud is going to be one of the main sort of things at E3 that they're going to be uh, sort of uh, promoting. But mm-hmm. what I thought was interesting with that, I mean, he talked about this idea of it being like content, community, and cloud. I mean, from that Google thing, I saw two of those community and cloud, <laughs> but content, like yeah, not that so much. Was the thing, yeah, there wasn't really much of that there. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so that that was a bit odd. But I mean, what well, do you yeah, think? Yeah, I mean, they, they all see, said that that was a big part of it. It's just that they didn't show anything. But they but said, why would you know. do that? I mean, look, even Apple, who are terrible at gaming stuff, know that when you're going to launch something, you've got to show that you've actually got some partners you're working with. I'm sure yeah. Google have. It's just really weird that they just didn't bother, you know, to like show to, to do this. It's, you I know, mean, is that is that what like is this what Phil Spencer is sort of subtly saying in that? So watching that Google presentation has sort of confirmed that, yeah, you know, this streaming stuff is is potentially the future, but everyone was, like, rolling their eyes because there was no actual games, whereas Microsoft will have games. So yeah. <laughs> it could be that. I mean, because that, I mean, that's the thing with all of this stuff about streaming is it's all of it is about the content, about, you know, whether you've got 
you know, the stuff to, you know, to sort of show. It's the same with all the TV streaming services as well. You know, that yeah. everybody was trying to, like, lock down, like, you know, rights to all that kind of stuff. And if they, if Google can't do that, I don't see how it's going to be a massive success. I mean, it, uh, for me, yeah, so obviously content is massive. It's also about who most successfully navigates the technological hurdle, which I am not convinced either of them will be able to do it to a point that satisfies me. But, no, but if not them, who? Well, yeah, totally. If not them, two of the biggest. Have a go. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, See, so, I don't yeah. think the technical side matters so much because people will put up crap, put up the crap if it's cheap. <laughs> they really will. Yeah, like they, they really won't care. It's, I mean, for people like us, maybe it's a bit different, but I think yeah, for a lot of other people, they're not really going to be bothered if there's but like, actually, I mean, I, after thinking about the stadia thing, like I think what they announced is going to be good for like ninety five or ninety nine percent of gamers will will be fine with that. Obviously, if you're like massive MTA fighting games and maybe like you know really fast twitch shooters, maybe that won't be enough, but. I mean, I'm not playing competitive fighting games. I'm not really playing like competitive shooters. I'll play online, of course, but actually, I think yeah. most people will be fine with good enough. It's exactly yeah. what I just said, Matt. You just repeat. <laughs> yeah, well, no, 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 but you said Green most people will accept us. But actually, I think most of us will also be good with good enough. Yeah. Is that not what you're implying? I thought you said, apart from the core gamer, everyone will be good. Yeah, enough. apart from, I mean, there are always going to be people, like you just said, who are like into like fighting games and stuff like that that are going to be bothered by this. But a lot of people, good enough is good enough. You know, it's like they're just going to, I mean, like, I mean, you see all those things where people always talk about that with TV as well. How, you know, people will buy like these massive TVs and stuff, but they don't bother setting them up properly or anything. Watch stuff in standard def. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. yeah but so, why are you saying for core gamers, it will or won't be good enough? It well, it won't be. It like well, like, what do you mean though? <laughs> I don't but, know what you're, I don't know what you're trying said, to say. Yet. I think I think I'm saying to people it'd be fine apart from like say people in fighting games. And you implied actually it won't even be good enough for us. But I think actually it will. Well, I don't know what you mean, Matt. Shall we you... move on, <laughs> James? Like, do do you think I just, these streaming like, things you, will be good the for gamers? Majority of people, the majority of people aren't don't care about quality of things, but then there are some people, particularly core gamers, that really do. Yeah, What's but I'm saying about that? I, I think understand. actually most core gamers will be fine with it as well. Do, okay. do you agree? Yes or no? I don't know because I've not seen what the service is like yet. <laughs> well, it was, well, yeah, but yeah, okay, let's move on. Yes, please. Fuck's okay. sake. <laughs> anyway, Xbox, yeah, he's obviously quite bullish. And um, it's interesting, we said we have a couple of months to E3, then we go big. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that got me hard. So I was going to say, that was <laughs> the phrasing's a bit weird there, isn't it? Google went big today, and we have a couple of months until E3 when we will go big. <laughs> <laughs> we will go big. Do you, do you remember when you last went big, boys? <laughs> About 15 minutes ago, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean... I, I, also, it's like internal memo to staff. He knew this would get leaked. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. if it's internal memo, we're like, oh, those wankers are shit, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or not. Um, anyway, it's exciting. Sometime in June, that's when we're going to see Microsoft go big. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then the other thing that happened this week was that Nintendo had their Nindy showcase. And yeah. it was a good one, I thought. I mean, there was a lot of stuff... I think what I'll do... Should I just do the thing I usually do? I'll just, I'll just go through some of the... Yeah, I thought it was excellent, actually. It's one of the best ones I've seen in recent memory. Apart, like, I, I wanted most of the games yes. on it. I mean, so, it, yeah. it, it made me like the, the back third. I was like, okay, almost like, thank God, this isn't like blowing my mind. But up to now, I was like, okay, that looks amazing, that looks amazing. I, I thought it was a really fantastic showcase. Anyway, yeah. let's go through the games. 
Okay, so we got Cuphead coming to Switch. I mean, that was the it's been rumored, hadn't it? Because this is like the Microsoft thing that was um, that yeah. was going to come to it. So yeah, yeah. It's good, and I guess. They, they even said like thanks to our best pals yeah, at Microsoft. Yeah, friends at Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, mm. that was it. Yeah. Um, have you guys played this before? No. I haven't. I don't know if I will because it sounds like a game that will make me very angry. Yeah, re- yeah, really hard. Etc. Need yeah. that, but I mean, I, like, yeah, that animation, man. Holy shit! Like, it's still like even watching the trailer again now. It's like, oh yeah, nothing else looks like this or will for decades probably. Like, it's yeah, stunning. yeah. It looks amazing, but, but I am sort of put off with saying it's so hard. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you'll yeah. be fine, James. But uh, I don't know. I'm- yeah, maybe maybe I'll have a look. Anyway, uh, then we had uh, Overland. Um, mm. Which I thought looked great, but I'm not entirely sure what it was because it was just. Wasn't it a, a bit of a sort of post apocalyptic, um, sort of not quite choose your own adventure, but sort of randomly generated making decisions, survival, etc.? Yeah. Pretty good. It looked a lot like um, Death Road to Canada, which despite yes, being a big really fan does, of the yeah. developer, I never got into. So this, but yeah, so I'm. This I'm is one of the games they announced out. the Apple thing, didn't they, as well? They did. This yeah, is yeah. going to be on Apple's uh, premium service. We'll cover that in the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Overland looked great, I thought. I, I thought the art style, it was also kind of reminding me of. Oh, okay, I'm not, I don't remember the game. We'll move on. But um, this is an episodic game. It was made by something cardboard. It took forever to get the episodes out. Is that Kentucky Route Zero? Yeah, no, yeah. The, yeah. It yeah. sort of reminded me of that art style wise. Um, still not finished, that is it? I don't think. I, I think, think it's still waiting for the done, final yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah Overland also um, looked great. But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that sort of low poly, no texture look. Yeah. Um, I thought yeah, it looked nice. great. Yeah. Then, then we had like my pen, my friend Pedro again, which that yes. looks great. I mean, that still, still looks, looks like great, fun. Yeah. And yeah. then the thing that I am most excited about, oh, which yes, was Neo Cab. Yes, definitely. And another Neo sort Cab of looked brilliant. What looks like sort of cyberpunkish. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks fantastic. But you're playing like a well, it did in basically like a sort of a Lyft or uh, Uber driver. And I think mm. um, you come to this location to see a friend or maybe a friend to come see you or a brother and then they go missing. And then you have to basically run around, you know, drive this cab to make money to basically find where your friend or brother, I can't remember the, if it's a relation or not, but f- find that person. Yeah. And like, uh, and also, so, and the way I've heard it described sort of reminded me a bit, actually, James, of what we played last week, which was uh, the Red Strings Club, in that yeah. it, it shows your emotion and I think also the emotion of the people that are in your cab. And if you're angry, certain conversation branches aren't available to you. And if you're happy, so on and so forth. Yeah, okay. um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I've obviously loved the Red Strings Club and that's sort of cyberpunk sort of um, aesthetic and, and vibe and this looks like mm. another one in that same sort of vein and I, yeah I I was really excited when I saw this I was going to say if you like the look of this like definitely check out Subsurface Circular because oh, okay, it's right. ve- very similar um, except on that you're sitting on a train and it's other robots getting on and getting off and stuff and sort of chatting yeah. and basically yeah, sort of conducting an investigation through doing that um, but yeah yeah Neocab looks cool as hell yeah it looks fantastic and is that another Devolver game? Oh. Uh, no. oh yeah I think it oh is it not okay. I don't think so no. maybe I'm wrong then we had uh, the Red Lantern which again also looked fantastic I mean I, it yeah. kind of reminded me of like Firewatch like sort of visually um, but yeah. significantly more impressive looking um, mm. but again that's I about, didn't really get a lot from that what this was about either but it's coming in the summer 2019 it's about driving a team of sled dogs isn't it yeah and but I'm pretty also... sure, they never said, but I'm pretty sure the main character is being voiced by Ashley Birch, who has voiced a lot of very good video game characters in and the past. And didn't she do Alex um, in Half-Life or... No. 
No, that's someone else, I think. Oh, okay. No, she did. Who did she do? So she did Chloe in Life is Strange. Oh, okay. Um, she did um, uh, Aloy in um, Thingy, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, and a bunch of others. Yeah, she's really fucking good. Um, and so, yeah, and it definitely sounded like her in the trailer for this, so hoping I'm right about that. But yeah, it was what was it? It was like a semi-procedurally generated adventure where, yeah, you're just like driving some sled dogs across the wilderness. And at one bit... They showed you getting attacked by a bear, which definitely looked like all the dogs got killed yeah. along with you. So that was weird. <laughs> it's like, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, because we're trying to just point out that actually just like random stuff happens. It's like, no, every like that's a game, like instant game over scenario. That's not. Yeah. That's like illustrating that. Yeah. So I thought that was strange. But but again, I that that's just, looked absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Okay. Then we had Darkwood. Scary, not playing it. Okay. Uh, Katana, <laughs> yeah. Katana Zero, which was another Devolver game, which, yes. I mean, I've talked about that already. Awesome. Brilliant. It's, and it's yeah. class. I mean, awesome. Yeah, I'm looking for that. Then we had yeah. another Double Fine game, which was uh, Rad, which is like, yeah. Yeah, kind of like neon art style. Yeah, it looked so yeah, I'm all up for this, because it was, when they first started showing it, it's like, oh, right, it's like top down, guy running around hitting monsters with a bat or whatever. And then it turns out, as you go through the game, you start getting all these weird mutations um, that like sort of physically change your character a lot and give you new abilities and stuff. And it looked really interesting. Plus, I mean, I'll just buy anything that Double Fine make, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, excited. Okay, and then we had a Creature in the Will, which was a... It's kind of pinball like this rhythm looked game. fucking mental. Yeah, this yeah. um, sort of like hyperlight <laughs> drifter with pinball. Yeah, yeah, it's like pinball, but you're kind of running around and like in the table, and you you're holding like a a massive bat or a sword or whatever that was all like acting as the um, the flipper. So yeah, look really and just yeah, really beautiful art style as well. Yeah, just I, I, the dots look so good. And, I, yeah. and the music and the, yeah, the, the general look of it, I thought it looked really clever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, totally. Then we had Blood Roots, which is seen to be where you sort of get through a level by killing everyone, and then if you die, you try again using like you can use like all the environment to sort of you know use tools to kill people more effectively or whatever. But this, mm-hmm. look, I quite like the look of this. It looked like kind of why do like I, Miami I kind of thing, you know? I don't, re- I don't remember this at all. Why is yeah. this completely? <laughs> Maybe I went for a Wii or something. I don't know. <laughs> It looked very violent. I mean, there was a great scene yeah. at the end of the trailer where it was just like the character standing there was just like bloody bodies everywhere. It looked so <laughs> pretty good. Great. Yeah, it, it, it's all like top-down, sort of like, well, yeah, top-down view. view. I, I really like the graphical art style. It's almost paper, mm-hmm. sort of paper-crafty in a way. I just okay. thought it looked, yeah, I thought it looked lovely. Cool. At this point, I'm still like, I'm buying every one of these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we have Pine. I Again, not sure what that was. There wasn't really any... I mean, it, there wasn't really any gameplay details at all about there that. There was a it was bit, just... wasn't there? And it just looked. This is probably really unfair, but it looked like a just like a slightly naff sort of Breath of the Wild style, yeah, thing where it's the character running around and starting fights with people, and it all looked a bit well, just very unfished. So, yeah, hopefully that'll change a lot. What or maybe what point reminded me of? Uh, it was mm. reminding me of those games that get announced when a console first comes out. And you're like, oh yeah. wow, this is this is what next generation games are going to look like. And then actually, <laughs> you mean like there's it's like cameo or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's like, hang on, this, uh, what, what is this? And then actually, below the surface, it's not it's not actually that different. Or but yeah, yeah I didn't. There's a look of it, mate. It's like I don't know the colors or the style of the art. It's just it's kind of reminding me of like new console 
slash mm. tech demo thing. I yeah, like, Ooh. no, I know what you mean. I mean hopefully, yeah. it'll turn out we've been really unfair, but um, yeah, I know, but it, this was the first. This was the first. This was no, the first one where I was like, oh, not everything is going to be brilliant in this yeah. direct, then I guess, but whatever. It looked beautiful. You know, as yeah. in, it looked, you know, it, it did look nice, but yeah. I'd, and it looked different to all the others because at this point, it didn't, it looked like a, what, it looked like a, a regular home console style game rather than a lot of the games yeah. we've seen up to now, which are quite stylized, pixel art, this and the other, which obviously yeah. worked to the strengths of the Switch and like indie games as a whole. But I think this would look yeah, a little yeah, different yeah. at that point. So I quite enjoyed mm-hmm. the, the, the different aesthetic. Yeah. Okay. Then we had Nuclear Throne, which is mm. is this is this another twin stick shooter? It is. It's a very good one. Is it a roguelike um, by it, any chance? <laughs> it's a roguelike twin stick shooter. Surprise with me. Pixel art, um, but it is really good. Um, wasn't it? Because there was a couple of like Vlambeer announcements, wasn't there? So Nuclear Throne and Super Crate Box, yeah, um, are both coming to Switch. Um, and there's like a, there's a new Vlambeer thing that's yeah, like it's like a Vlambeer arcade. Yeah, and they're it's like you buy it once, new games and then they keep adding games. Then, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that sounded really interesting. Um, so yeah, then we had that, uh, Swim Sanity, which was another twin stick shooter, but underwater. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of twin stick. At this point, uh, my interest was those. starting to wane slightly. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't quite. Yeah. And this one, I I'm, I might wait for a review for this one. I wasn't yeah, quite. I've forgotten away. this completely, unfortunately. Then then there was the Stranger Things three. Um, which is like a kind of a SNES era style game because they obviously it's you know because it's from the TV show, but Did. that's weird because the TV show is like set in the eighties, which is yeah. not. <laughs> this is a bit because like so it's surely super it should style, be a NES game. Yeah, yeah. Did so, anyone else think that this looked absolutely rubbish? Yes, yeah. this yeah. is I'm like this is a, it's a no from me. <laughs> yeah, it just looked like a really. Have you played the previous one, Brawler? No, I, I didn't there was know a there was a previous one, previous wasn't one it? I can't remember, man. I, f- I think there is. No I'm idea. sure people correct me. I don't me. think yeah. so, man. This is a t- this is a tie-in for the for the series, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know, but I thought there was a previous Stranger Things game. I, I, uh, maybe they've. Well, no, there was a VR there one. There almost certainly is of some no, no, sort. No, 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 no. It's yeah. the exact same graphical style. Maybe they announced oh, it previously, really? and I've seen it previously, or there was a previous game. Yeah, yeah maybe. I might look yeah. it up, but yeah, I was just like, nah, at this point for me. Yeah. Just like loads of like literally identical enemies running around. Um. Just yeah, I don't know. Just look really boring. There you go. Then we had the Cadence of Hyrule. I don't know. Before that, there was actually Blaster Master. Now, is that something you're excited for? I'm coming to that. You ruined my flow. But Hyrule was was last. (laughs) What sort of order is this? Matt, I'm the one who dictates the order. Oh, here we go. It's like, what are you doing? I mean, it's just, I've I've got the order here that I'm going through. I'm reading the news. Why are you, like, jumping in again? (laughs) Because you were ending with a big thing, and I thought we might have missed a game which I wanted to cover. Okay. Anyway, Blaster Master <laughs> Two is uh, sorry, Blaster Master Zero Two is available now. Hey, apparently Blaster Master Zero is fucking great. Um, I just I always whenever something has like that NES aesthetic, it puts me off quite a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just I've known I've I've never had a NES. I've no nostalgia for it. Um, so yeah, I've I've wasn't that keen. But apparently, yeah, the last one was really good. So fine. And then there was the Cadence of Hyrule, which is hey! from the makers of Crypt of the Necrodancer, and it's like a yep. this is another like it's a rhythm based combat game, isn't it? Is the idea? Yeah. I've never played Crypt of the Necrodancer. It's been on sale, God knows how many times, and I've just I don't know, just from the title alone, I've never really fancied it. But apparently, it's great. Mm-hmm. 
and it's obviously it's cool that they've obviously get like they're working with an indie dev to produce a sort of somewhat offbeat if you'll forgive the pun Zelda game yeah Fine. but that, yeah. I mean that was pretty much it and I, I mean I thought it was it was a good showing I mean yeah man. it kind of does feel I was saying before the show that it kind of feels like the indie stuff it kind of is kind of at home on the switch now it's like that's yeah. this is the one I look forward to for like what indie games are coming over any other platform because uh, I know there's more chance I'm going to play them on here cause... yeah it's 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 just the convenience isn't it it's yeah fucking massive um it just makes such a difference and like and when it's because obviously indie games tend to be like sort of smaller experiences especially like you know your roguelikes and stuff um like yeah turning your pc i mean if you're the sort of person who just like leaves your pc on 24 7 which i gather a lot of people do then i guess that's fine but to me like turning the laptop on to play a game is like a faff Mm. um so yeah it's a bit of a no-brainer really with the switch it's just nice, isn't it? I mean, I just like being able to. I mean, like when I played Red Strings Club, it was just nice to like go to bed, just lay in bed playing it. You know, it just yeah. feels nice there. You know, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Okay, and the next thing we've got is so this is more Nintendo stuff, and this is allegedly Ooh. Nintendo are planning two new Switch models, and yeah. this came from the Wall Street Journal. So apparently, there's going to be a cheaper variant and another with what they're saying are enhanced features. And the cheaper model is going to like emit the vibration, and it seems like this is being posi- positioned as like a 3DS successor, which makes sense. Yeah. And the performance for the other one will be increased because, obviously, like since the Switch came out, there's been like bigger advances, so like battery power and all that kind of thing should be better. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd imagine the minimum is going to be like 1080p for the handheld, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you think? Like, I hope the, so for the high performance one. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because you know we, we've been sort of going back and forth on this over the last sort of few months like oh if they did another one would it be a better one or would it be one that sort of captures the 3ds market and oh look they're probably just doing both <laughs> so oh, yeah of course why not yeah um so yeah uh, I, I think this makes sense i wonder when we'll see it though do you reckon it'd be an e3 thing could be that would make i think sense. so yeah i mean i mean i see i think i mean this is a good thing because hopefully it will mean that the 3ds will finally be you know, put out of its misery. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not. I mean, it's it's still there. Still have been a, like a couple of like good games that have come out for 3ds, but it would be nice to feel that they're just focusing on this now and that everything's going to come out on this. That's true it's, because when the fir- uh, Switch first got announced, everyone was like, "Oh, you know, this will be amazing because Nintendo's attention won't be split anymore between handheld and home consoles." And actually, it still has been for a while yeah. um, because the 3ds has, has carried on being a thing. But yeah, if, if they finally put that to bed, then yeah, this could be really interesting. I did, so I'm did, thinking. Go, Matt. No, I said there's another quote uh, after this Wall Street Journal thing on Eurogamer that they talked to their sources, and there's an interesting sort of line. I mean, again, it's just some sources, but they say they want to basically recapture. Um, well, they said Nintendo is hoping to cater to the same two audiences it naturally evolved the 3DS to do to serve both with 2DS and 3DS XL, and apparently that they want to make, uh, you know, they want to make it more kid-proof. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that yeah. is, which, which makes a lot of sense, and also have yeah have it cheaper. So two, I mean two DS. I saw them, and uh, I, mean, I mean, you had two DS, didn't you, James? Your kids? Yeah, yeah. Um, both my kids have got them. Like, um, yeah, Rachel's got like a two DS, and Asha's got a two DS XL, like the the new one. Yeah, yeah. So, so I can totally see how how the three DS all split with between the what you'd say is like the more the more of the core game of three DS XL, the two DS for the kids. Uh, be interesting to see how they do that with the switch if it literally is just oh here's the, the here's the 
the Switch Kids version, Joy-Cons you can't take out. I, I, I think, I'm not sure if there's a Wall Street Journal one, but they said um, there'd be no rumble potentially in the uh, in yeah. the cheaper one. I mean, I mean kid, kids aside, um, I'm finding, I mean, I do use my Switch like docked and in handheld mode, but most people I know just don't even use theirs with the TV anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, so, I, I, I mean, I've covered this for you. I did for for bits of Zelda, but not well. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like a massive game like a Zelda or Mario, where I really want to see it on a TV, I'm yeah. totally called. I mostly play it handheld for because I'm most it's playing just, other games. It's just less bother, isn't it? Playing it handheld, if you know yeah. what I mean. It's like and you can just pick it up. That's and switch the key it on. strength for me. Yeah, you haven't got to like change HDMI channel and all that kind of stuff. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this. I mean, I think this is smart though, especially like releasing like a better one as well because yeah. there's people like me who are now thinking hmm i might be interested in the better one if it's got like you know better screen that kind of thing and then i can pass my other switch down to like asher or whatever you know mm-hmm. and uh, then he can have that one and i'll just get the new one or whatever that'd, that'd be cool yeah. all the new one that needs sounds- is bluetooth audio and i'm there basically <laughs> bluetooth audio a better yeah better screen and uh, longer battery life and that'd be perfect that'd be fine Cool. Agreed. Well, we'll okay. I guess we'll see it in June. Well, I guess we'll see it A3, but who knows? Yeah. Okay, and then the see, we've had so many announcements recently. I mean, we also had this Apple Arcade stuff as well, which is... I mean, this, this was uh, Apple's event, interminable event on Monday, <laughs> which was just... It was the worst thing I've ever seen them do, I think. Is that bad? It was, I mean, it I'm, was awful, Sean. It was, I'm, I'm I mean, not an Apple guy, so I don't tend to watch these, but... Yeah, See, I, I like their stuff, but it's gone. It has started. Well, it, quite a while ago, it was the these sorts of like self congratulatory like events were like <laughs> were worse. But now they're they're just getting ridiculous. And like the the one on Monday was was dreadful. Like just the TV stuff. It was like it just wouldn't stop. And it was just announcement after announcement of just ridiculous stuff that no, I don't think anyone cares about. And it was just well, it wasn't know, that. I mean, like... the, ser- the services seem fine. It's more the fact that they announced it all. Nothing's come out today apart from like TV Plus. Yeah. Everything else is like m- many, many months away. Most of it is like US only for the beginning. It's like yeah. fine. It, but... it does. All of it feels like com- like really unfinished. Like they they're not really ready yet for any of the stuff. But also, what they showed looked not very interesting either. Like from the TV side, but. The gaming stuff, though, I mean, they, they're launching this Apple Arcade, which is supposed to be coming this autumn. So it's intended to be like a curated collection of games for, and it's, but it's going to be like across the like mobile, desktop, and living room. So it will work on like all three of the platforms. There's again, as with everything else at this event, and everybody in general now, it seems no pricing announced. I mean, Google <laughs> didn't do that. Apple aren't doing that. Why is that? Is this because they're still trying to figure it out and they're just trying and to see just waiting for go the first. first person to drop their gun, basically? And yeah, well, I think <laughs> it's that. But but also, it's 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 like this is free market research. You announce it, no price. Yeah, you see all the coverage. You see what people saying in the comments, and saying, "Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to pay this, or we pay this." And like, oh, baby, a tenner, and then basically gradually people. I mean, everyone has just assumed it's going to be ten dollars <laughs> or ten pound a month. Everyone's assumed that. No one's ever, no one's said anything. So about now they've got months to look through all the comments, all the data, do their own research and say, well, if we do it around this, people are already resigned to the fact it's probably going to be this. If we undercut it by a pound or two, that might excite some people. So yeah, it's, it's free market, it's free like market research, really. Um, Although Apple's approach is usually they'll listen to all of that, everyone moaning about the price and then release it for about £15 more than people <laughs> moaning about, you yeah. know, and just like... You know, Good point. Just... No, well, it's worth it, so fuck you. Uh, yeah. I was... Uh, so I saw a bit of this, the yeah, the Apple Arcade announcement. Um, 
And I, whether or not like it actually turns out this way long term, there seems to be like a real interest in like really curating it and giving people things that they don't necessarily like they wouldn't have necessarily asked for <laughs> yeah but, but games that are actually really good and you know could be like really like you know like this this source of like constant sort of pleasant surprises basically if that is how it pans out that is really cool i think realistically there aren't going to be enough good games for it to be like that all the time i think there's mm. going to be a lot of guff in there as well but i don't know we'll see so also, the games are going to be downloaded, so not streamed, and they made yep. quite a few digs at Google over that, like Did saying, they? like you know, you can you can play it anywhere, and um, you know, it'll always work. And also, we're not going to track any user activity and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it also works with family sharing, which is which is handy, but. I mean, I thought what was interesting with this, compared with the Google one, was the fact that they did have all these publishing pa- uh, partners that we mentioned. So they had, yeah. like, Miss Walker. They got, like, Sumo Digital. I mean, they, Platinum Games was there, like, on the on the thing, which is... Oh, was it? Yeah, I've got a bit of Disney, Sega, Konami, yeah. Lego, you know... Um, Konami's Konami. weird, though, isn't it? I mean, Konami? They, do they... Well, do they still... Do they just still make games? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was weird. But, um, mm. but, I don't know, I mean... Again, it all depends on price for this, doesn't it? But we all know that it's not going to be anything cheaper than probably a tenner a month. And yeah, if that's yeah. the case, then I'm Isn't out. Isn't the more troubling uh, thing the fact that they've um, said that uh, devs will get paid based on length of time people play? Ooh, really? Yeah. Didn't oh, I didn't hear that. I, I, unless that's just a rumour, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly sure it's the case. That that's... would be crazy. I can't imagine them doing that. What okay. a shame if that's the case, because that Let obviously that check. then really skews like the, the type of game... People are going to make for it. Yeah, people um, will just make really long games with gacha mechanics. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to make sure people keep playing for like ages. Yeah, that can't be right. Plus, that no, doesn't that can't make be right because surely, like, that could just result in Apple losing money as well because you're not paying any more depending on how long you play something. Yeah, so that's really odd. Unless okay, it's I'll, like I'll, a, I'll a percentage cut. That's what I believe to be the case. But I'll check. Okay. Um. But yeah, so, anyway. also, so they showed uh, Samogo's new game, uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts, which was initially announced for the Switch, and mm-hmm. apparently it's coming to Apple Arcade as well. And to be fair, that will look fucking amazing on a retina display, which mm-hmm. you're not going to get on the Switch. But yeah, but yeah, a lot of these games, it was all like, you know, they're also coming to Switch and other platforms as well. So, I mean, I'm sure there'll be some good exclusives there that are worth looking at but mm-hmm. again as the same as with Google I don't really trust Apple to be able to do this well really <laughs> um, because yeah I don't think they really I mean looking at the you know the the stable they're putting together it does look like they've hired someone who knows what they're doing um, yeah. but then I know what you mean like you know I think we've said in previous weeks like you look at the App Store and stuff and it's like hey have you played Tiny Wings it's like <laughs> okay yeah. um, really helpful but well, you got, and also you've got like, I mean, last week we had the um, Sundopa try from like Google saying like, you know, I don't care about games, not interested, basically. But <laughs> I'm doing this, and then yeah. you got the 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 woman they had for this thing at Apple, like just saying like, you know, this is, you know, you know, this is something for the kid in all of us and everything, and you're just like, mm. oh, that's that's a horrible line. It's, yeah. <laughs> that, that demonstrates to me that you don't understand games. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's just... Okay, in terms of the revenue model, so it's just a report from Bloomberg, but basically it says here. Uh-huh. Um, uh, for the long-term health of the service and its developers, is how revenue will be split with the game creators. A report from Bloomberg suggested that Apple will be dispersing revenue from its subscription fee based on the playtime of individual titles. If a game has more hours played, so the theory goes, you'll be paid more for your efforts. 
Okay, so you just get a larger cut of the the subscription yeah. fee rather than. But, yeah, yeah, it's okay. not confirmed that that's just like a rumor from a report from Bloomberg, but okay, yeah, that's, that's still weird. Heard. It is weird, but yeah, we'll see. So. <laughs> <laughs> shut okay. down the discussion um, yeah right what, what else we got James okay so then we also had the state of play thing I mean we, we talked we talked over this on Monday and but there was a lot of good stuff I thought there if you like VR you know, they, yeah, they if like, you go, yeah if you've got PSVR you're absolutely sorted if not Mortal Kombat's coming out <laughs> Crash Team um, Racing which, oh yeah, which I have yeah. been reliably told is better than Mario Kart um, <laughs> by, by people online so you know so there yeah. you go it's. Uh, I mean, yeah. It, it, okay. So, if you want to listen to more, we did. We put out a, a like a live reaction, like Twitch, a Twitch stream. It's on a YouTube channel. Just go to youtubecom game show. It's also available as a podcast. But forget that. The big thing, and I was talking about this last night when I was going to bed. No Man's Sky VR. Yeah, yes, I'm so excited about that. That's like, yeah, I was just lying in bed thinking that it's it's what we wanted. Like, and like the redemption arc for Hello Games, like you know, is. <laughs> crazy you know what they, yeah. what they went through when it came out they put out like, tons of free updates they've fixed the game improved the game and now they're putting out this thing that people have wanted from day one uh yep. it's amazing really i i, I mean I, god knows what it's gonna be like um but i can't wait to like it looks like a really really solid implementation of vr as well like if they just they're going like oh yeah it's vr but you still just use a controller um, that would have probably been enough, but the fact that you know, obviously, it uses the move controllers, and you've got your hands, and you're doing stuff in the cockpit, and, the, and it might be like really unwieldy it, to play, but it should be cool. Yeah, it's not a separate mode. It is basically everything you do in Neo Man's yes. Sky and all the updates beyond and stuff. And like, but they're only yeah. this is basically only the second of the. There's still like more updates coming for this big summer release. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I cannot wait to try that. I mean, yeah, because yeah, so there's actual new game stuff coming as well. Yeah, so that's yeah. I yeah, mean, I've, I've, had, I've had it installed for a while, but yeah, I'm, I'm, mm. I genuinely cannot wait. I'm genuinely so fucking excited to try No Man's Sky in VR. I hope it lives up yeah, to yeah. what I've got in my head. Yeah, I'll be fully on board here to get back into that because it was, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of enjoyed it, but I always wanted the VR mode because I just thought it'd be amazing. I just want to scoot around in the sky in my ship. It'd be, uh, yeah. it'd be great. Yeah, see, like, as someone who already like enjoyed it quite a lot, like it, it never really occurred to me. Um, even though like I was saying on the stream that I know like Elite Dangerous the PC version has had VR support for ages which looks incredible but that game although obviously brilliant I found much more of a slog to play certainly in the early stages um, and also yeah I don't think the PlayStation version supports VR so this is a much more accessible take on that for me um, yeah that, so that makes me really sort excited. of want to get into it before the launch of that VR patch so maybe I can <laughs> you know get, get to grips of it maybe build a base or whatever because oh, yeah. I haven't played it until the multiplayer stuff launched either. So I know it's oh, like, no, 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 it doesn't launch yet properly. There is a yeah. kind of multiplayer mode, but the proper stuff launches in the summer. Yeah, but either way, I haven't played it since a couple of big updates ago. But I'm excited to mm-hmm. get back into it for sure. VR, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> okay, and then the only other piece of news I've got here is something that was. I mean, this happened last week, but I don't know why I completely blanked and totally forgot it. Um, <laughs> but Matt reminded oh, can, me again this week. Why. Why? Well, because what I've, so obviously we've been over this, but and I've I've stopped adding stuff into news. But what I would do is you would send send the link all the links, and I would then go through your game and other big websites and pick things up. But I've stopped doing that, and so I think that's why we missed it. So it's probably on well, me. No, it's just 
Does that go on? So, Matt, you double check my work. What? <laughs> well, well, yeah. And the one time you didn't do it, James, yeah. you missed so something. Because well, so. it's just it's this this for some reason just it just fell through. But it's, it's the only time that that has kind of happened. But I mean, it depends on whether it's worth covering or not, anyway, because it's been resolved. But I put it in here. I, this is ridiculous, Matt. I, I didn't know you were doing this. That like, you're just like you know going through all my stuff as well. well I, I don't. Do anymore, you want to just? But when you said here's some links, I was and and you're like, is that is that cool? Here's the links. I didn't scan the other things. If there's any major that we've missed, and often you no, have no, missed you something see, major. The problem I no, the problem I had with this right wasn't the thing about this was I provide I show you like what I'm thinking of putting in the news. So then I say to you, is there anything you else want me to add? Then you just say, yeah, you add whatever. Not just like add it in while we're talking or whatever, like on the show <laughs> or like later and then remind me about it. That's the thing. You could say me like before the show, you tell me what's happening. Yeah, but I, you would say here's the links and I would then go for the various sites. It doesn't matter. Let's go on this news uh, that you forgot last week because I didn't remind you. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, judgment. Okay, so there's this whole thing with judgment. Um, which is the you know team Yakuza game, which is which is coming out, and mm. it turned out that the actor, one of the actors, it's like Pierre Taki, was um, arrested for doing cocaine um, mm-hmm. in Japan, and so Sega like pulled the game and stopped promoting it and the whole thing because there's the whole thing in Japan where the you know, drugs are drug use is taken significantly more seriously than it is here, yeah. and it there was a bit of a concern about whether it was going to even see release like you know like out you know like especially like in the west even though all the localization and everything has apparently been done but apparently it it is it's it's there's not going to be any delay the western version is going to come out and they're just going to recast the actor so there is a kind of a happy ending i guess is that uh, because this is a a long-standing character right this isn't like someone new how do you mean? Isn't it? Isn't it someone that? Isn't it the character's been in the Yakuza games as well, or is that? I totally... don't think so. No, because this oh, is right, this okay. is not. Yeah, this is not like. Yeah, this is not like connected. Oh, fair enough. So. No, I was under the impression that he's like it's a character that's been around for a while and that people were attached to, and therefore changing the actor and the appearance might be a bit of an upset. But oh no, I, I mean, I, yeah, fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, just it's I mean, weird. It's... Like I, I, yeah, like I don't really get. I mean, you know, what I'm like I'm boring as fuck. I've never done a drug in my life. I don't even drink. Um, this, this, the reaction to a guy using and possessing a bit of cocaine. I mean, I just assumed that was most actors, to be honest. Mm. Um, but the culture <laughs> over there is so massively different, isn't but it? But it's yeah, yeah. It's just interesting that it's it's such a different approach to this sort of thing. I mean, does it even work? Like being so like surely, pe- like people are miserable and will find ways to do these things anyway, right? Like yeah, but you, you're supposed to just not reveal that you're doing it. Okay, because yeah, right. it otherwise the shame it will bring. It's yeah, uh, just yeah, yeah, strange. But that's it. I mean, that's the end of the news. We is have, is uh, that the end else. of the news? It is the end of the news, Matt. What have you got? Go on. Well, I, I just find it quite funny that there's like a there's a bit of news that you you failed to you failed to mention. I think because of your Go own on, agenda. What is it this time. Go on. Well. For the last four weeks, you've been like slagging off Anthem. On the 25th of Feb, Anthem sales half for Andromeda's. 4th of March, Anthem bricking consoles. 11th of March, Anthem crashes. Uh, 18th, of March, 18th of March, Anthem loot doesn't matter. This week, there was the news that Anthem was the best selling game in February 2019. It's now the best, yeah. second best selling game of 2019. And it represents the second highest launch of month sales ever recorded for a Bioware developed game, uh, training only um, Mass Effect 3. It was a top selling game on both Xbox and PlayStation in the US in February, but somehow that was absent from your news story. So, well, it was absent from the news story, Matt, <laughs> because we already covered that in the EA layoffs bit. 
Um, well, no, no, no. I, I, it, 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 if you think covered means, yeah, it did okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need to read EA's press release. You know, we can just we can just basically say it's done. It seems to have done okay. We don't need to like promote the game. Well, well no, clearly, because the last four weeks you've been ripping the hell out of it, ripping it into like millions of pieces. Once there's like some positive news, suddenly it's not on the news agenda for the week. Just, just to be fair, news, it, it's not it's not promotion to be like, oh yeah, it sold really well. I have no idea why. Yeah. What is wrong with everyone? I, um, I just thought it was funny that, you know, James rips into it every single week. Once, as soon as there's like a vaguely positive story, it's not on the news list anymore. And, and well, James yeah, I mean, are they including people who played it on, like, Origin and stuff? Oh, sorry, on um, Game... Uh, what's the shit? What's it called? EA Access or whatever. Uh, wait, it, it says best-selling, so I assume not. Okay. Mm, okay. But Fine. I mean, I, I was I was super surprised when I saw that in tweets. I was like, "Wow, okay, so it has done ridiculously well." I mean, maybe February is just a bit of a poor month. Um, I yeah. still am finding that hard to believe, though. That okay, it's so, done ridiculously so you don't believe well. the official NPD numbers? Is that what you're saying? Well, no. As in, I'm not <laughs> saying that. I'm saying he like, chose not to of... read it out on the news because he wants to verify the facts himself first. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I need to because I mean, the, what is the? I mean, how many people do you hear going on about Anthem at the moment? Well. Yeah, but that doesn't stop. Like it might, it might have like, sold big numbers. I mean, but yeah, but usually yeah. something sold big numbers. There's a bit of a buzz around it, isn't there? I mean, look at like like for example, like Apex Legends is doing really well. Like, and people are like chatting about that in a big way. Never hear anything about Anthem like at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't mean it didn't sell. It clearly has sold. Yeah, great covered. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fucking hell, James. So much bias. <laughs> Just bias in this news, shitty news session. Right. What fuck have off, we Matt. been what is playing? That? What? No, I just said, fuck off, Matt. <laughs> okay, fine. Right. What have we been playing? In order to just smooth things over, I'll do mine first. Um, so I've, I haven't finished it yet, uh, but I've played a fair bit of the Red Strings Club, um, which oh, you good. guys both finished last week. It's really good, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's, I'm, it's great. I'm, I have got a huge amount to add, um, you know, on, on to what you said. I am, like, quite surprised, even after you'd said, I'm quite surprised at how lazy the controls are in the port. Oh, God. Because, Fiddly. yeah. Um, yeah, just the fact that, like, I mean, any sort of point-and-click adventure that's been ported from PC to, you know, get, you know, a platform where you have to use a controller, there's almost always an option to, like, just skip between the bits you can click on. Like, you know, just tap, like, the shoulder buttons or whatever, and it just moves around the screen yeah. to, in, you know, the stuff you can interact with. None of that, as far as I can tell. Um, you have to just move the cursor around with the stick, which is a bit unwieldy. The bits, especially when you're mixing drinks with people, and I'm just fucking pouring absinthe yeah, all over I the floor and stuff. Yeah, I spill that everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's weird. Um, but, yeah, like, really enjoying the story. The music, like, I'm, it's really nice when there's a cyberpunk game where it isn't just all synthwave in the soundtrack. Um, yeah. Like, the piano bit that it opens with is really nice. Um, and there's, yeah, just loads of other stuff going on. Um, uh, you know, during the bits where you use, like, that pottery wheel type thing and you can change the yes. music, how often yeah. did you change the music? Uh, never. Oh, I, I went through a few of those tracks. I probably should have. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, I should have. Uh, to be bit. honest, I've, I'm doing myself, well, doing the game a disservice because I've not played with headphones or had it on the TV yet. Um, so I need to change that, I think, because I think it is, it's a nice one to get immersed in, um, which I've not really been doing yet. So yeah, I'm keen to get that finished. How, how long did it take you guys? It only like three, four hours, wasn't it? Yeah, like three, I guess. I, yeah. yeah. It wasn't I, so must, I, must, I must 
Must be quite near the end then, but yeah. Okay. If it took three for um, me, it's probably forty-five minutes for James. So somewhere yeah. in the middle. <laughs> um, so yeah, really enjoying that. Looking forward to finishing it. Um, speaking of finishing things, as promised, I finished episode two of Life is Strange yes, Two. Yes, we did it. Um, we did it. <laughs> uh, obviously, I won't go into too much detail because we'll do a, a full spoiler cast on it. But man, I can't believe like more people aren't talking about. Life is Strange 2 because the first one made such an impact and I think this is basically better in every way than the first Life is Strange. Well, like, and, 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 you think the, the second series is better than the first series yes. or the episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Sorry, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, like I'm pro- like the, my only criticism, um, and this isn't really fair because it's definitely intentional, is that like series two, like I am like really anxious and sad most of the time playing it. Um, like to me, I, I don't know if you guys get this. There's just this constant fucking tension or this worry that like something's just going to go wrong at any second. Yeah, it, um, it's the whole like child and peril thing. I think. I mean, the first yeah. episode was incredibly tense, but the whole situation is incredibly tense because of what's happened. So you're constantly sort of looking over your shoulder or just wondering what could happen next. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not. And it, it, like even the um, the quiet and. What uh, what look like relaxing moments? I'm still like, mm. what anything can happen at any second. We, yeah, we exactly. Like, oh, we well, this is obviously this is, yeah, because you're like, well, this is only episode two, so obviously this is going to go wrong. Like, it's, <laughs> this isn't going to last forever. Um, it's a horrible feeling, but again, I think it's it's very much um, intended. Um, I mean, well, yeah. So you guys weren't too hot on episode two, right? I thought uh, it was good. I mean, I enjoyed. I certainly enjoyed parts of it. Um, yep. I didn't think it was quite as good as the first episode, but still really good. Mm-hmm. I think part of the reason why there's not maybe the buzz around this that there probably should be mm. is just the release schedule is insane. It's very like, spread it's, out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's it doesn't. It means that I think it loses a lot of sort of buzz, really, because people. I think people have probably even forgotten it exists. Yeah, there's it's no just, real momentum, and like you know, we've yeah. had people sending us in tweets saying like, "I've already forgotten what happened in episode two. <laughs> um, and yeah. when's three out? It's and I know they've announced the date, but it's like another month off. Or yeah, yeah. So isn't it? episode three is out ninth of May. Um, oh right. So, okay, I, sure. I mean, and then episode four is now until twenty second of August, uh-huh. and after that, it's third of December. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, you know, so I think come December, um, like I reckon there'll be another push for it because obviously, like we'll have played, you know, people like us who have actually played it throughout, obviously, will then be able to say, um, you know, more definitively, like this is really fucking great. You should have played it <laughs> all this time. Um, but yeah, I think when the fight, like the full season's out, that that could be like another push for it. But yeah, I'm, I'm just surprised it's not. Um, had the same traction as the first yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, so like three and a half months between each episode is is a lot. I mean, it's nice yeah. now we've got a calendar, so we know. Okay, we know when they're coming out. It's not like, well, when's episode, when's next episode? Out? We don't know. We know now. Yeah. But three and a half months is a long time because you know. W- w- mm. I mean, I played this in the first week it came out, episode two, and then it, mm. I'm looking forward to doing a spoiler cast, and I've got a whole. I've got hundreds of pages, hundreds of like words of notes, but I'm still gonna yeah. have to find some sort of recap on YouTube just because <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't any of it. Three and a half months. episodes is a lot. Big old gap. Mm. I can only remember, you know, things that happen at the end that, yeah, yeah. I don't want to allude to even. So, so uh, overall, yeah, Jesus Christ. Overall, Sean, you thought this was, I mean, I assume not as good as episode one, but still very, very excellent or very good? Or? Uh, yeah, basically, yeah. Um, yeah, properly enjoyed it. Um, felt fucking terrible um, at various points. And then even more so when I saw all the potential decisions at the end. Um, like, pro- like, honestly, like, 
looked at that results screen and was like, I'm go- I've got to go back. I've got to do this again. This is fucked. <laughs> like, but like, despite being so sure throughout that I was doing the right thing as well. Um, so, I mean, whether that's just the game being interesting or being like willfully manipulative, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think so it's it's probably. I mean, a bit of the latter. I, it, it has to create some drama around around it. Yeah. You know, if if you're just like trying to be nice and then the game reacted as you be nice, then there'll be very little drama. But uh, yeah, true. If it's well, you made all the right decisions, so nothing bad happens. Yeah, it was a fine little that's story. Not a, yeah, um, that's that's not an interesting. But yeah, the end is a, there's, it's a big one. At the end. Yes. Um, yes. It I, is. I can't wait to discuss it. Well, yeah, hopefully, totally. yeah, the that. spoiler cast for episode two will be out on Friday. That's the current yeah. plan. Cool. So, uh, yeah, um, hopefully this Friday there will be another Life of Strange 2 spoiler cast for you to listen to. Yeah. Um, the other game I've played... So, for my stream last week, um, I was going to play uh, Hypnospace Outlaw because everyone's going on about it and it sounds really funny and I'm not even sure what type of game it is because it appears to just basically involve browsing like a fake internet where just loads of funny shit happens. Um, but for whatever reason, so I was setting everything up like 20 minutes before I was due to start the stream and for whatever reason it wouldn't capture the game um like I just did window capture like normal and it just wasn't having it um so I had to very quickly pick something else and I recently grabbed um Mutant Year Zero and it's in this month's humble monthly thing um which I recently signed up for how much is Um, that per month by the way uh, so it's like twelve quid or something. Oof, okay, but well, yeah. But I was I was looking at it. I was like, to be fair, looking at like the last twelve months, it was like every month there was a game there that I would have paid more than that for. <laughs> Plus, you get there's like an archive of like loads of other stuff as well that you can just grab at any time. Um, so yeah, I've, I've decided to give it a go. I'm only I'm paying like month per month. If you sign up for like a full year, then it's less or whatever. But um okay yeah we'll see so yeah uh, mutant year zero is a turn-based strategy game it's very XCOM. um if if you've played an XCOM game um but it's set in so i didn't realize it's a tabletop role-playing um setting but yeah post-apocalypse and there's this place called the ark which is like the last haven of humanity um and you know there are these people called stalkers who are like mutants and stuff um, who sort of help um, the Ark and like go out, do you know excursions, grabbing materials, stuff like that. Um, and also there are bad guys um, called ghouls um, who are all lurking around and they're sort of like not quite zombies, but just sort of, I don't know, sort of fucked humans, I guess. Um, all pretty standard stuff. What I do like about the setting is that like they talk about like humanity as was, um, like before everything went to shit and i forget i think they call them like the ancestors or something but like there's absolutely zero reverence it's like no they're the humans who fucked everything up they're idiots like this <laughs> like they're sort of you know they're looking at like a, a crashed helicopter and it's like oh the fuck is this some stupid piece of shit that humans built or a bunch of morons um and I quite like that because you know normally with post-apocalypse stuff it's always like oh the the forerunners or whatever who you know had this amazing society that came down for no particular reason it's like no they fucked it themselves like they just they ended the world um because they were arrogant or whatever um as a game it is fucking fascinating I really like it um so like XCOM 2 has this this interesting mechanic where every time you start a mission the enemy doesn't know you're there, so it's all about getting all your your team in like the best position possible, so that once you do open fire, like 
you're in like you basically you're all set up to like set up you know like a kill box or whatever where you think all the enemies are going to be and that you're in like an advantageous position this does that but in XCOM, like at the start, so yeah, you do this at the start of a mission. You fire a shot, and then that's it. You're you're into combat. Enemies know where you are, and and like that's pretty much it. Whereas this is all about like in this in moving through an area, you'll be jumping in and out of combat like constantly. So you might see like there might be like a concentration of enemies in one particular area, like a little base or whatever. But then there'll be people like patrolling around outside of it. So you have like direct control over your team um before it goes to like the turn-based stuff so it's all about getting your team in position like right so there's one guy patrolling this bit here he's got this much health so it's going to take like two or three characters to all shoot him simultaneously to take him out silently um without alerting anyone else so right and he's position this guy here this guy here and this guy here um and then then you go into combat kill the guy and then you come out of combat again <laughs> rather than just like oh well you fired a shot now so that's it for the rest of the mission and it's this constant dipping in and out, which is really interesting because you're like, right, okay, taking him out, right, who else is patrolling who I think I can do without getting spotted? And similarly, like, you can put, um, like, a unit in position or, like, in a certain position, start combat, have, like, two other guys start attacking and doing stuff. But until you activate that third unit, they're much harder for the enemy to detect. So you can essentially, like, try and position one of your characters like in one spot and then try and like lure the enemy out and like so that that guy who's still hidden is like in a really good position to start shooting people it's just yeah really good fun um the the writing's actually pretty good um the voice acting's pretty good it looks nice although it's all nighttime which always bothers me a bit. It's still got like a really nice look, though. I, I thought, has, particularly yeah. like the way the way the characters like navigate around the environment. Like even like if you're going between mm. sort of locations and. I, yeah, it's not tilt shift, but there's like a nice. I don't know. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's a nice yeah. look to it, especially particularly yeah. like things like crash helicopters. Like you're obviously like a bunch of animals with like crash helicopters and like human yeah. bits of machinery and technology and stuff mm-hmm. crashing in the landscape. But I think it's like a really nice look. Yeah, 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 um, and yeah, like the characters you have are brilliant. Um, so there's Bormin, who is a a pig, um, Ducks, who is a duck, <laughs> and then I think her name's Selma, who's just like a. a sort of appears human but also has like mutations and stuff mutations are like your special abilities that you get as you go through the game as well so like Borman gets an ability where he can like just charge enemies and knock them down um you know uh, ducks gets the ability to fly at some point um and yeah you get all these like weird items they can use um so there's like armor and stuff but then there'll be like a top hat and a fucking those like little visors that people only wear when they're dealing poker for some reason um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they actually appear on the character when you equip them and they look really cool and weird um yeah i just i'm finding it really fascinating it's been a while since i've uh, got into a turn-based strategy game and i always forget how much i enjoy them and this has like properly got me into them are again. you finding it quite difficult um, i've heard it's quite can be quite tough it is yeah it's really fucking hard um like it's so tempting to so when you're going through the process i was saying how like you know you're sort of trying to pick off enemies before you like really sort of engage in like open combat um sometimes you can be like well i've taken like two guys out and there's more people patrolling but i'm pretty sure i can handle it and it'll be fine it's never fine like you have to (laughs) take out as many people by stealth as you can as possible basically um so yeah often when you die it's just because of that like that arrogance and being like oh well i'm sure this will be okay it's like no you got to just be like super cautious at all times um 
but yeah, like so it is hard, but it's not like too much of a dick about it. It's really easy to just like load a previous save whenever. Um so yeah, really fucking enjoying it. This is I'm pretty sure that pretty sure this is on Game Pass, by the way. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, um, it came out around yeah. Christmas time. It's yeah, like this and Ashen and a bunch of other good, really good games. I got downloaded, yeah. but never never played it. Yeah, definitely check it out. It is a very slow game. I was sort of as glad as I was that I was finally playing it, I was a bit like, ah, I don't know if I should have streamed this because yeah, it is a lot of You said just... that you text off the stream, but it was really, yeah. it was a really good stream. I, I, everyone in the chat no, was loving enough. it. And it was just, I mean, I, I, I obviously, I love the Banner Saga series. And um, ah, so yeah, I yeah. guess maybe I have like a bit more of a, you know, affinity for that style of game anyway. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it, was, yeah. it was just good seeing us sort of, all, you and the viewers sort of both learning at the same time about yeah sort of figuring out as we went I guess so so don't it may have been slow but Mm. I I mean everyone's totally cool with it and there's there's, there's plenty of conversations happening in chat don't worry about it (laughs) Um, so so, so you think you're going to carry on with it then yeah do you I I, I already have like play like put another uh, good sort of three or four hours into it after um, after streaming it apparently it's not very long but I mean you know free time being what it is I'm quite quite happy with that so yeah um but yeah, I mean that's pretty much it for me this week. Um, James, do you want to do yours? Yeah, I mean I've I've gone back to uh, Wargroove. Um, oh yeah, I've been playing that a bit because it had an update, and mm. now you can sort of like adjust difficulty a bit, which is and they've added checkpoints, so it's made it a bit uh, much more sort of enjoyable. Really, mm-hmm. the I mean the strategy side of things is still quite good. It's just the aesthetic I'm not really that keen on, and like the story stuff is not great at all <laughs> but um but the strategy is still good it's still yeah. it's still i still think it's kind of worth playing but the main thing i've played this week is um sekiro uh shadows die twice mm-hmm. so despite okay so i really loved dark souls a lot um but i never really felt after i'd finished that that i i never at any point really felt like i wanted to play another like from software game to be <clears> honest that's fair because it was so good mm-hmm. and it was but it was also a real like slog to get through, but yeah. in a in the nicest possible way, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And I always just felt I don't feel like I'm ready for like the time and the anger that there's going to be to put <laughs> to put into this. Yeah. So I kind of, I mean, I got Dark Souls two. I kind of started it, but didn't. You know, I've never, I've not sort of persisted with it. And I don't know. I just, I felt, I, I admire them a lot. But mm-hmm. I just felt like I'd, I'm not sure if I can get involved in one again. Yeah. So I had little to no interest really in playing this because yeah. I just thought it looks great, and but it's going to be really hard, and I just don't know if I want to get sucked in, yeah. you know, to like that again. Yeah, yeah. But then on Friday I had a day off, mm-hmm. and people were raving about it and going mad about it. it was you know amazing and everything, and I got and I did get sucked in. So I traded. Um, it was uh, two Switch games um, for it, and I got it for nothing because Switch mm-hmm. games still hold their value like in a in a big way. Yep. I even got credit from that. I was quite pleased, <laughs> and um, and and so far I'm I'm not regretting it at all because yeah. I am absolutely loving it. It's um, cool. and I've got I'm getting exactly the same feeling from it that I did with Dark Souls, which is that sort of getting through difficult bits by the skin of my teeth, but then. Not really feeling that I deserve to make it. Did did yeah. you ever get that with Dark Souls as well? Yeah, absolutely. There are like bosses where I'm like, I'm glad I've done it, but I did totally fluke that. Yeah, or like I. It's like I can't them. believe I got away with that. You yeah, know? <laughs> it's, 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 found like it's a position kind of to stand in where actually they couldn't hit me, and then it was just yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. 
So it's, you know, I'm getting that kind of feeling as well. But then also you get that point where you sort of feel like you've got, like, I began to feel like, like over the weekend, because I played it quite a lot, I began to feel like I got things sorted. And mm-hmm. I was, like, taking out lots of enemies without getting hit. And, you know, you start to feel, like, really awesome about it. Mm-hmm. But then you have a bad run, and then you feel like you're terrible at the game again. And it's it's that same thing that you get that I had with Dark Souls, where it's like, you know, you can have a bad run because you get, like... You know, you hit somebody, you didn't, you know, you don't deflect or something like that, and then it all just goes to shit, you know. And it's, it's really, and because there are so many enemies sometimes coming at you, it's really easy for that to happen. But the really good thing about that is the speed with which you can move about, like the areas, and also like how, like the verticality as well, because you can use your like your hook shot to like escape often, which is quite useful, mm-hmm. unless um, unless people have got like um, you know guns or like arrows or whatever. But I mean. The main thing is, is, I mean, the combat is quite different to Dark Souls in that there's... Because you know there's no stamina with this at right, all. Right, yeah. Oh, is there and not? And it's all about... No. Okay. And it's, it's, all about, it's all about posture instead. So if you... I mean, and this is the weird thing, because you know, like, with, with Dark Souls, the one of the main things you... You know, you, you guard against enemies or whatever, but then you try and find a break so that you can just, like, you know, sort of rest so you can regain your stamina again. And this kind of it okay, I'm, maybe I'm wrong about this, but this seems to work in kind of the opposite way, which is that if you're guarding and you like drop your guard, it's you're more quickly you lose your posture, which is odd. So it's like right. you have to you have to guard like sometimes, and also you can like when you when you uh, sort of try and deflect, you really have to like have the timing down perfectly. And this is the other thing which. Um, I'm finding a bit difficult about the game because I hardly did any parrying at all when I played Dark Souls. I hated yeah. it. And oh, it's a bit, it's, it's, it was the best thing ever. It's just parrying is the best. Isn't it? Yeah, I I didn't enjoy it very much, and it's that's why like when I did the final boss, it took me quite a few attempts because it was like I was suddenly having to learn parrying right at the end of the game again. You know, to you know to like to deal with that. Mm. And is that spoilers? I can't remember. Uh, it, no. No, don't worry okay, about it. Okay, fine. <laughs> so anyway, there is the final boss in Dark Souls. There is, yeah. <laughs> so the whole point of the combat with this is that you're trying to break the posture of the enemy, and once their like their posture gauge has been filled, then you can do like a death blow to the person. So if you're like fighting just like regular sort of soldiers, you can do that quite easily. Like you can you know, catch them off balance, you know, just by attacking them really, and then you can just you know like shove your sword in their face or whatever. But when it comes to bosses, this becomes more difficult because you can break their posture, but it's quite difficult. And so, in the end, I've often ended up just trying to wear their health bar down. Is because if you break the posture, then you can do like a death move, which will like take off like significant amounts of health. Mm. But it's just quite difficult to quite difficult to do. And I mean, you also have like the prosthetic arm as well with this, which, as I said, you can use this to like you know escape from like from combat, or also you can add like um, attachments to it. Like one of the ones I got the other day was like firecrackers, so that you can like throw those and then it like stuns the enemy and things like that. So how does so the that's... prosthetic arm allow you to escape from combat? Well, because you can you can like look up um at like a like a tree or whatever like that, and then just like hook shot up to the you know up into the branches. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean... So as I mean, if you're fighting like a like a boss or whatever, that works quite well. Although all, all that, the only benefit you get from that is you can just have a breather for a second. You know, like if you're in the middle of something or heal or something like that. Whereas if you're fighting like a big groups of, of enemies, it's not so useful because especially they'll start chucking stuff at you, or you know they'll like you know fire arrows at you or whatever like that. But it, it when you're in boss fights, it can be quite useful. I found um to be able to do that. 
um, just to sort of escape uh, for a few seconds. But also, you can pause this as well, which you couldn't do with Dark Souls, which is quite handy because then you can like you know redo your inventory or whatever if, if you need to, which is okay. And I mean, the main thing I found is I mean, stealth is also significantly more important in this. I mean, I found that when you go into like areas where there are like sort of mini bosses or like boss characters, there's often a lot of other enemies in there as well, and you have to like. It's like a puzzle, really, of like trying to eliminate all of those so they're all out of the way so then you can fight the boss without getting interfered with. Because mm-hmm. it's it's really annoying. I mean, I I had... In the beginning, like, there's one of the... I just said it. I just said in the beginning. I can't believe it. <laughs> I mean, you good. say it every week, to yeah. be fair. Yeah, but uh, not... Uh, this, this time, consciously, I said it, which is not so good. In the beginning. But uh, anyway, in, in the beginning... Um, yeah, this happened like quite a few times where it's like, you know, you engage like a boss and then suddenly you, you think it's going quite well and then you get stabbed by somebody in the back that you didn't know was around. So it's like, it's it's really good when you go into an area to like scout it really and to sort of, you know, go around and try and sort of get a lay of like where everybody is and try and figure out like a good sort of um, a path to sort of get rid of everybody silently as possible. And uh, yeah, so then you've got an easier run at the boss. And I mean... Aside from like parrying, you've also got these sort of unblockable attacks as well that you can you can either dodge or you can deflect. Um, you know, once you've sort of upgraded your skills a bit, and they're also quite annoying. And um, I mean, I had this thing. One of the bosses, they they often like they grab you and like throw you off buildings and stuff like that. And it's that's super really really irritating and, and not so good. And I mean, before before we started to record, I was stuck on two bosses that I couldn't get past. One of them I've done now, and then I'm I'm just about to just try and have another go at the second one because I streamed this a bit on Sunday, and I was fighting the first. It's like the first major boss I was fighting in that, and I still can't beat him at the moment. And so I, I went back to another area and unlocked like a whole other um, place, and uh, yeah. Um, went there so, uh, and... so, so James, you said before the podcast you were stuck on two bosses. And now you've done one. Are you playing during the podcast? Yeah. No, no. Okay. I mean, when I got <laughs> home from work. <laughs> not right now. It's uh, Because yeah. you've done a boss, so you stop playing now. No, I'm not playing it now, Matt. It's, uh, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, we know you have done that, so. That's <laughs> all right. I mean, we can listen to the recording and hear all the buttons yeah, clicking. Yeah, all, all, all the tickets tapping so. and like, oh, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I would be significantly more sort of red faced and angry if I was doing that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I got I got rid of one of those. But it's just, I mean, I f- I'm finding the exploration in this also a lot more enjoyable than I did. I mean, than in mm. like when I played Dark Souls. I mean, Dark okay. Souls had an amazing, fantastic map, but it's just the fact that you can move significantly faster in this, and you know, you can interact with uh, the scenery like in much more effective ways with like the grappling hook and everything. Yeah. So you get this sort. Of, it's this really nice feeling of like you know like going to an area and then use your grappling hook to like get to a higher level and just keep going as high as you can so then you can like look down and see where all like the guards are patrolling and that kind of thing and then try and figure out where you're going to hit you know to sort of um to do it yeah i mean i still don't understand fully all of the systems that there are and the way the game entirely works because i don't know i I haven't learned everything yet but so far i'm really am very much enjoying it i mean i had this Weird. In, I mean, I also forgot though how you don't usually get things that help you in these sorts of games that much, and mm. like because you can't summon in this either. There's like yeah, no summoning, yeah. and I mean it doesn't really bother me because I, I I never use summoning anyway. Um, but it's you know it's it's still a bit annoying because some of the bosses are, are like quite difficult. But I had this incident with there's I'm going to spoil this because it it's right 
right at the beginning. Mm. There's like this battle with like an ogre that right. you have to fight. And it's... <laughs> I was stupidly... Because the other thing you can do is you can like sneak up on soldiers and then eavesdrop on them and like hear them talking. Right. And so... I sneaked up on these two soldiers that were at a campfire, and they and I listened to them talking, and they were saying, "Oh, yeah, we got this guy trapped, you know, like up there, like up on the hill, you know. I hope he doesn't get loose or whatever like that." And I stupidly, at this moment, thought, "Oh, maybe this could be an ally, you know, somebody who can like help me, you know, these, oh, you no, know, you any, any of my enemy, you know, that kind of thing." <laughs> and uh, yeah, it certainly wasn't that. It Who's was a massive guy. This then, guy sounds yeah, a bit just, of a right. <laughs> So like, you know, I walked up there and he suddenly just lunged at me, grabbed me and threw me off the off the castle. <laughs> Instantly dead. I was like, okay, that's it's not a friend. <laughs> hey, do you yeah. want to be buddies? No. Oh no, you don't. But uh, I mean, yeah, but it, it is really good. And um but it's just I know this is gonna be a significant time commitment, you know, to sort of um, to play see, through. Yeah, but... that's what I don't need at the moment. Yeah. I'm sure I'll I'll play it one day. I just I can wait until it's a bit cheaper, maybe. Yeah. I mean I think I mean, I wouldn't say at the moment it's not like for me. It's not like sort of like game of the year kind of material. It's very yeah. good, yeah. but it's not like revelatory at yeah. all to me so far. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, the other thing that I'm not looking forward to is because I'm going away and it's going to like break up the flow of me <laughs> actually being able to play it. And I'll come back and I won't be able to do anything anymore. Yeah. But I do feel like I'm learning playing it as well, which is cool because it still has that whole sort of like you can't, you know, you 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 shouldn't just like rush in and you get really badly punished if you if you do that. You know, you have to really consider what you're doing yeah. and there's always that temptation to like take one more swing like mm-hmm. with your sword and yeah. then it goes all horribly wrong but um yeah it's great i mean matt you've got it as well haven't you i have got it but i only i only got it uh, uh on uh, on monday so uh it's only, only yesterday really so i've mm-hmm. barely started it i've i've like i've i've got the blade and now i've i've met the first enemy with, with a health bar uh, as I go, mm-hmm. I mean that courtyard area. So I'm, I haven't. I think I'm still in like the epilogue or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm very very early on, but I'm super excited to to play this game because obviously I've I played Dark Souls and I'm currently playing Bloodborne. Those are games which I've been out for a while. Everyone knows all about them. And so when I stream on Sundays, I obviously get a lot of help from the chat, which is good because I need the help. Mm. But it's sort of exciting mm. and liberating to be to be going through this game on my own. No help, no support, and just learning it with everyone else. And uh, I can't wait to sort of properly delve in. Uh, I, I wonder if this is going to affect me playing Bloodborne. I mean, I'm hardly the world's best Bloodborne player, but uh, uh, but uh, I wonder if this is going to affect ha- how I play that, or if it's uh, if it's a different system to learn. But no, I'm, I can't wait to get properly stuck in. It looks amazing. Um, I, 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 I love like, the, the Japanese um, sort of like uh, you know. Um, well, the, the the Japanese voiceover. Well, it's not voiceover, but the actual Japanese like audio. The thing is, it just mm. and that and before, I think the graphics and the art style is fantastic. So, I'm excited to get to delve in and and explore the landscape and the world. Really, yeah. Wait, wait until you get to the first boss. Like the the voice acting on that is amazing. It's 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 really like fantastic. It's one of so, the best. Yeah, the, that like boss you were streaming. That, what was that? Is that the yeah. first boss? Is that the first? That's the first proper one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they have. Lots of areas have these like mini bosses as well, like the ogre was one of those. But they also have generals as well, and you'll come across one of those like quite like quite early on. And it's really strange because the the generals are 
like significantly more difficult to to defeat than like just regular troops but you get um like the prayer beads from them which you can then use to upgrade your like uh, health and uh, like attack strength okay. and everything so but so you can avoid them if you want to but then you're putting yourself at quite a disadvantage if you ignore them because then later on when you come up against harder stuff you won't have like much of a health bar and all that kind of thing so yeah, you kind of it's kind of forcing you to have to do that. Mm. They, I mean, there is also quite a nice, um, like a tutorial kind of thing where you can go back and talk with this guy who you can like practice moves with, and which is good. But the only problem is, is that particularly because I'm trying to improve my parrying skill, doing it with him is not so good because he always has the same timings, whereas right. all the different enemies have different timings. So it's like you don't feel I don't really feel like I'm, I'm learning so much from from uh, fighting him. But, um, yeah, overall great, though. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a game we're probably going to talk about quite a lot in the future. But, uh, yeah, it's good. Cool. Yeah, I can't wait to play more. So this doesn't interest you, Sean? Obviously, you love Dark Souls, but is it like the the stress and like the time commitment to a game like this? Uh, yeah, basically. Um, and it's not the game's fault. Like, I think if Dark Souls came out now, I'd probably maybe feel the same. Um, it's just, yeah, just a time commitment and people being like, oh, it took me six hours to do one boss. It was great. And I'm like, eh, no, that does not. Yeah, see, that put me off as well when yeah. I heard you say that. And I was like, oh, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, these sorts of game is like, it's how it makes you feel when you get it done. It's like, it's there's a yeah, reward. The no, reward feeling is like no other game I've played really <laughs> when you get a boss done or a tough area done in, in these sorts of games. Yeah, no, I will inevitably cave at some point and end up getting it. But I'll just wait till it's dropped in price a little bit, I think. Yeah, good game. Yeah. What else yeah. is that it, James? That's it. I've got nothing else. Yeah, this week. That's it. Cool. Well, cool. I'll whiz what? through mine. I finished yeah. Resident Evil 2. I finished Better Claire's B Wee. campaign. So that is me. Officially done. Resident Evil 2 is off my plate. Um nice. I, I still got a C grade for my B playthrough. I was totally bombing through. <laughs> I had like notes which because I watched walkthroughs. I was trying to speed run it. Still got a C grade, but it doesn't matter. Um I thought Claire's campaign was actually probably better than better than Leon's. Really? Uh, out of the two, I thought I thought it was really interesting. But either way, that's done. I'm quite thankful. I, I think overall it is an excellent, excellent game, but mm-hmm. it's just too much for me. I mean, on Wednesdays I was <laughs> feeling a bit anxious and like nervous in the lead up to the stream. I just, I, d- <coughs> I don't need that in my life. It's an excellent game, yep. but no, it's too much for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still playing Bloodborne obviously every Sunday. I was stuck on Sunday. I was streaming. And I was I was struggling against the Shadow of Yarnum boss. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So I then went off uh, as Futo exercise suggested. I went off to a uh, one of those dungeons. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the Chalice Dungeons. Chalice Dungeons, yeah. 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 <coughs> and and I did I did I did a couple of levels of one. Uh, but I'm mm-hmm. going to play some more in the week and just do some Chalice Dungeons. It doesn't need to be on stream, but I'm going to do yeah. some of that stuff so I can like get those of vials and level up. And yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Bloodborne still continues to be effing excellent. Frankly, cool. I'm loving it, loving it. Even when I'm struggling, I'm loving it. But I'm also Quite excited to get stuck in Sekiro. Um, the mm. other game I played, <coughs> sorry, um, is uh, Tacoma. Now, oh yeah, Tacoma. The when does the game come out? Twenty seventeen, also. Could be, yeah. It's this game was free on Humble Bundle on Humble Bundle's website this weekend, um, mm. or over the last like, few days. It's too late now. If you listen to this, it's very it's way too, way too late. But uh, back in the last week and over the weekend, if you basically signed up to Humble Bundle's newsletter, of which I was always a subscriber you got free versions of download of Tacoma. And I'm yeah. so glad I did. Yeah. I'm so glad. Like, obviously, I played Gone Home, 
and that was quite late after the game came out but I played it I think obviously someone suggested it and I was like I'll, I'll play it maybe I think Ashell's also put off because maybe I thought that was a scary game anyway I eventually played it <laughs> much much too late and I thought it was excellent I, I, I really really enjoyed it this obviously at that point Tacoma was already a thing I think it wasn't out at that point but we knew it was coming and yeah. I remember Steve Gaynor showing us off at the Xbox conference at E3 one year mm-hmm. I guess it was 2016 or 15 um, yeah and I was like, oh, cool, Tacoma from the you know, full product company, gone home devs, excited for that. And then I think it, it came out, and I, I, I don't remember, it didn't blow up, obviously, in the way that gone home did. And Yeah, which is really strange. Yeah, and like I'm sure people in some calls are talking about it, but it basically came and it went, and I didn't really think anything of it. But I thought this was free to download. I wanted something to play for the pod, and oh, God, I absolutely loved it. Have you, I mean, have you yeah, guys- it's... You have so finished, I, Sean. I've played like literally like twenty minutes of it and was like, yeah, cool, I'll carry on with that, and then never did. So it's one that I got cheap in a Steam sale, and then I'm pretty sure it's been in like bundles and stuff since then. And then it's also in yes, you know, I was saying with the humble monthly deal, um, there's like a yeah, there's an archive of stuff you can like always download no matter when you sign up, and it's in there as well. So like, it mustn't have sold at all. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, Home was like, be... a, I guess, like an indie phenomenon. I guess. I mean, it was, yeah. Um, so it wasn't really some reason... link, you know. Like, uh, I guess it is always a tough, tough thing to follow that. But um, it did feel like the conversation yeah. sort of fell off a cliff. Um, yeah. But anyway, I got this, and I absolutely loved it. So you play. Uh, it's it's set on this space station called the Tacoma, and you play this person called Amy, and you're sent to the Tacoma ship, which is totally empty, uh, to collect these um, these uh, the, the, the AI basically to collect some information and then mm-hmm. get off the ship. Uh, mm-hmm. What this ship does, or what the company that basically run the ship does, is that it records. Um, uh, it records basically information about everyone that's been on that ship, what where they've been, what they've done, and then you, as Amy, get to like replay those as what they call like AR AR memories mm-hmm. or basically AR displays of where people have been in certain rooms, uh, what they've said, uh, so on and so forth. And you can basically you're basically walking around the spe- this spaceship as if there are still people there, but all really you're seeing is these sort of holograms of people. Right. Um, so you don't see their faces. You just see like these uh, these blocks of color with like almost like sort of stick man le- le- levels of sort of like bone structure inside their bodies, but they're mostly like mm-hmm. a green a green human eyes, a green humanoid shaped blob, a blue one, mm-hmm. a purple one. Um, and but so you see you see them following around. I mean, even those like simplistic humanoid. Uh, shapes they're still like some they're still obviously very realistic animation and whatnot but it's just that there's no texture that you don't see their face you don't see their eyes you just see these human edge humanoid shapes and as you go around these locations you um you can basically play fast forward and rewind these conversations that you see around the ship um so, so you go around and you go to like a certain area or certain, well, in various different areas of the ship. You go around and it'll say like AR. I can't remember the actual word, but basically it says there's some some AR footage for you to view. Now you press space bar. I was playing on PC, and um, and then all these humanoid shapes appear, and you can basically press press play, listen to conversations, uh, and see where these sort of figures walk around in this sort of small 
like 30 second to like two minute or four minute snapshot we can mm-hmm. you basically you know listen to these conversations uh you can rewind and fast forwards um as i said but also another part of this sort of um uh so as part of this like this play section at the bottom at the bottom of the screen where you see uh the audio being played there's also these lines and then at various points as like the uh the cursor of of the audio you're playing will cross one of those lines suddenly that's where you get to see that person's i think ar desktop is what they're calling it right at that point you basically so so yeah so you see the this line and then basically it might say like suddenly the purple icon will appear so then you go find the purple icon each of these colors represents a different uh person on the ship there's like purple pink and or purple red yellow and red and whatnot uh so mm-hmm. you'll see that i think okay so the purple's lit up so now i'll go find the purple person within the scene and because that little thing is lit up i then can go and look at their virtual desktop and that or ar desktop so and that is basically where you can suddenly look at some of the text messages that they've got on on you know within their or on their person you can see maybe a picture that they've got saved you can see sort of private im conversations between other members of the ship you can hear like audio clips and all sorts and that's where you get a really like a really great insight into that person um mm. uh, and so i uh, so you're basically trying to like listen to all these different like various memories um of, of these conversations around the ship all of them are, of which are out of order uh, sorry as in like in the incorrect order right, um yeah. So, so, so you're trying to piece together the story based on something that it might say like this happened two hours ago, this might have happened two days ago, this might have happened yeah eighteen hours ago. So you're trying to piece together the story from the conversations that you're following, but you're also piecing together how these humans are interacting with each other, what they're thinking about each other through. Uh, the AR desktops where you're looking at messages and pictures and some people are messaging people off ship and other people are having private messages with other people within the, sh- within the ship. Um, mm. But I, I, I thought it was just a really, really, uh, really well-told story. I mean, the game is pretty short. It's like three or so hours, three and a half hours. Okay. Um, so, 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 so there isn't a lot of story, but I think, I think what I did tell is really, really subtle and I thought it had a really great ending. Um, I've, I've read since some people weren't too happy with the ending and maybe I felt it sort of, it was really sudden. Uh, mm. and, and, and maybe there's much more story to tell. I believe there definitely is much more story to tell. Uh, I think they could have gone much, much bigger and, and grander with this thing, but I thought the ending was really, really good. I think voice acting is absolutely impeccable in this game. Like, it's, utterly fantastic you really get you like i think it's 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 absolutely brilliantly voice acted you really get a sense of who the people are even when these humanoid shapes which is literally blobs of color you can really get a sense uh that uh the voice acting and also you see like pictures of like really well illustrated pictures of the various members of staff as well on board okay and each of these stories are, are quite complex. Like there's like a, a, a one or maybe two like same-sex couples on the ship. There's uh, there's a guy like um, who's like dealing with his son, and there's there's some really nicely written uh, kind of complex stories within each of these like each of these characters. There's there's a couple of couples on board. There's yeah, it, I think it's it's fantastic. I I, cool. I was really surprised because obviously Gone Home was great. But mm-hmm. I just went into this having, you know, no real uh, consideration about what sort of game it would even be. I saw a trailer, you know, years ago. But I, I thought it was utterly excellent. I thought it was brilliant. I'd recommend it. If anyone's got it downloaded, I've got it in a humble bundle or they've just got it in a library somehow, I would definitely recommend playing this. Um, 
I might, uh, I might get this done this week. I'm, I'm... This is definitely something I was interested in, and for some reason I thought I already had it, because I thought they'd given it away with like Games with Gold or something like that, but then I had to look and it seems not, which is a shame, but... Yeah, it's now in my wish list stuff for if, if there's price drops. Yeah, yeah I mean, and as I am, I, I looked at some of the the reviews today, and I, they're all like sevens and stuff. Um, I, I'll probably give it an eight or so. I thought it was really good, but this game, mm-hmm. um, something happened to me. It's never ever happened to me playing a game like this ever before. Mm. And I was playing this on Saturday night, so I'm, I've got a PC version, so you know, mouse and keyboard and all the usual stuff. And yep. um, about like an hour or so into it, I suddenly started getting motion sickness. Really? Now, really? I've heard about some people getting this with like SPS games. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I play FPS games, you know, for as long as I can remember, never had a problem. I was like, this is so weird. And I, I yeah, yeah. I, had, I basically had to stop like early on. Like, a duel was out with friends on Saturday night. So I was like, oh, brilliant. I'll just play this game on Saturday, get this game done. And I'd stop after like an hour and a half or two hours. I was like, I feel sick. And um, <laughs> basically, I went back on Sunday night and I, I but it, it's like, I, I turned down the sensitivity of the mouse and I hadn't changed it, but the, I think maybe the default mouse sensitivity, it was like really all over the place and the, yeah. you don't have anything in front of you. You don't have like, obviously in FPS games, normally you'd have like a gun or something. You don't really <laughs> see anything in front of you. There is like a very really faint dot in the center of the screen and I know okay. VR developers use that to like minimize motion sickness because you've yeah. had one thing on, on screen that helps. Um, but yeah, I, it's so weird. I mean, it, uh, even before like, I started feeling sick, it, it sort of felt like a VR game without the headset. And maybe that was like actually the speed at which I can move my head and the cursor around. So mm. maybe it's just like a, a, a mouse speed thing. Yeah, but it could be. I think it's usually the, the field of view that does it. Like oh, if really? it's a bit wider than it used to. Yeah, apparently that's um, okay. really common with the, like, well, basically anything that Valve make. Um, apparently they have a slightly wider field of view and that, that messes up a lot of people. Um, okay, yeah, I, I didn't notice anything. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, all I noticed even before so I think, like, I started feeling sick was the yeah. fact that I could I, I could really you know, move the cursor around like really, really fast, but that was just, right, I, yeah. I wasn't, I thought, okay, what's sensitive? And it wasn't a bother really until, until I started feeling a bit unwell. But yeah, that's, mm. it was like, oh my God, I've heard about people who feel sick with FPS games. Is this happening mm. to me? Is that, is, that, is that what 36 means now that I started feeling <laughs> sick and get most things? But yeah I, yeah, I changed it down and I was fine on Sunday night. So maybe it's just a speed thing, but um, yeah, I shouldn't have done that speed. Um, but yeah, yeah sure. I, I think it's an excellent game. If, if, if you're listening and you've maybe heard of it or you weren't bothered, but you got it downloaded or maybe see it cheap, I, I think it, I thought it was brilliant. I'm still thinking about it today. I just thought... It's a short game, like you know, three hours. But they could, they could do more. I, I love the environment. Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking about some of the characters in it. There's like, um, there's also on board this this uh, AI called Odin, and uh, mm-hmm. the um, the medic uh, lady. I think her name is Sarah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. she uh, she suffers from anxiety, and she talks to Odin the AI loads about about how she's feeling, and he's sort of helping or it's helping her sort of get over or or deal with her her anxiety mm-hmm. um yeah it, i i love the way that you, you uh, these characters could be having these really really uh well-told conversations with each other and then the scene carries on with like the characters dispersing and then suddenly a door shuts and that character's like talking to odin or talking to themselves saying oh god i can't you know what yeah. do i do what's happening why do i say that why is this happening uh yeah voice acting is absolutely uh absolutely absolutely Brilliant! I thought it's so so well done, and uh, I heartily recommend this game. Yeah, it's a total cool. surprise. I, that's but 
That's cool. It's just it's a shame, isn't it, that it seems that's it kind of went under the radar a bit. But yeah, I mean, may, yeah. I mean, may, I guess in other circles it probably didn't. But just for me, yeah, knew about mm-hmm. gone home, saw it announced the Xbox thing, and then just like nothing. And I knew Full Point had a second game out. I knew it was this, but it just never really came on radar. But and sadly, I guess it took the fact it was a free download for me to play. But yeah, yeah I, I thought is I loved it. I mean, I don't know what Full Point are doing next in terms of games. I went on their website today, and it's. it's the most basic one page you ever. There's no real information about <laughs> yeah. what they're doing next, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I, I know I've said this before, but it is such a good feeling when a game doesn't take many hours out of you, but then you carry it with you for a little bit, and it's like it's sort of it's built a nest in your head, and it's just sort of you know, like it, it's yeah. I I really like that. So um, no, I, I'll I'll see if I can get this done. I mean, maybe not for next week, but. Definitely something I want to make yeah. the effort I, to play because I, I think you'd both really, really like it. Actually, I think it's an excellent yeah. game. Cool. Uh, yeah, Good. That, that's all I played. Um, yeah, I've got I've got RE2 done. I've got uh, Tacoma done, and now I've got Sekiro to properly get involved in. But that's it for Wicked. me this week. Cool. Right. Uh, not so much uh, on the questions front, so we might this might actually still be a relatively short one. There's still uh, time for to be a ni- another 19 minutes on top of this, but we'll see. Yeah. No. No, no, James. Um, <laughs> okay, all right, James. We'll do the emails. Well, email. Yeah, okay, singular. so yeah, if you want to email us, it's a uh, podcast at thecomputergameshow dot uh, com. Uh, Luke Askew has done so, and he says, uh, "Was just wondering if James had finished all the Zero Escape games, and if so, what he thought of them all." Uh, the trilogy's director has just announced his latest game, and it looks very much like a spiritual successor to that trilogy. Keen to your thoughts on Matt's attempt to pronounce some of these words. Nah, but he's not. I am. No. <laughs> um, Plus you docked half of them anyway. I know. You didn't read the guys in it? Fucking hell. Love love the pod guys and all the streams. Uh, Soma could be a shout out for Matt. There's even a non-scary mode for when when it all gets a bit much. I'd I'd considered streaming Soma. We're in the the non-scary mode, obviously. But yeah. So so the the game before Soma, was that Amnesia? Uh, Oh, no. I don't know if they're related. Uh, Amnesia. I I think it was. But okay, because there was Amnesia, and then there was Amnesia, uh, a machine for pigs. Yeah, which was the <laughs> the sequel. I remember, which I had remember some... watching the dreams of Amnesia, and that looked ridiculously scary, and you get basically yeah, changed that. by unknown beings. Uh, yep. Soma, that's the underwater thing, isn't it? Uh, do you know? I know almost nothing about. I think it. Soma. I think you're on like a submarine or something similar. I think there's under, an underwater element. Um, I've I've been told I would really like it, um, especially now they added the sort of non-hostile mode. Um, but I don't so, yeah. know if I could honestly like. Played the non-scary mode. It's like, oh, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, everyone's like, it's, it's cool that they added it though, just because it's like, because so much of the feedback was like, you know, the story in this is fascinating. It's a shame that a lot of people won't play it because it's scary, and I was one of them. So, um, yeah. So I, it's nice that the developers put that in. I think, but I, I know what you mean. It's like the the sensation that maybe you're not really getting the full experience, but. Yeah, I mean, it's officially called safe mode. I was like, oh, okay. you might as well just say you, you, you're not fit to play games if I go through and play safe <laughs> mode. Um, who knows? Uh, who knows? Sorry, James, do you want to actually answer the question? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so in terms of the Zero Escape games, I have I have them. I downloaded them the other week, actually, but I still haven't played them. Okay. The trouble is, I've got them on PS4, right. and I, it feels like I'd much rather be playing them on a handheld. Yeah, the thing. I can see that. Because they look not great either, like blown up on a massive TV. Yeah. Are they not on see? Vita or uh, or anything? 
I think they're on Vita. I mean, do you I own? They might have. You might own them on might, both, right? It may be, yeah. yeah. So I may, I may play. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe when I go away, maybe I'll take it with me and play them because yeah, yeah. that would be something nice to nice to do. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be doing that. Cool, and that's it. No more emails. All right, Matt. Tweet. Sweet. <laughs> God, we really are for it. Okay, if you want to tweet us, it's <laughs> at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Athene Allen steps up. In light of Cadence of Hyrule, which indie dev would you like to take on a Nintendo project and what would they make? Ooh. Um, someone needs to make an F Zero. Who can make an F Zero? Well, Sumo is the obvious one there. Sumo, yeah, because they did a fine job of the Sonic ones. Um, or certainly the second one. Was Are they it? an indie dev? Well, no, Sumo. I mean, they're not. Um, one, maybe, technically. I don't know. I think they have individual contracts with publishers, but I think they are technically independent. Um, mm. uh, what else? Have we got nothing? Is that it? We've got no, nothing. I'm, just yeah. trying okay. to think. I'm trying to think what <laughs> Fulbright could make. <laughs> I want Fulbright <laughs> to make uh, a Mario game. I mean, one yeah. of the things I didn't mention is obviously when you're going for a spaceship, you can pick up like everything. There's like, there's like mm-hmm. food tins, there's bits of paper, there's like deodorant cans, there's like, there's tons of things you want to pick up and to rotate to look in like really, really well rendered detail. It would be mm-hmm. crazy to have like a Mario game where you just pick up all the things and you hear like messages <laughs> and like, <laughs> learn about what Mario really thinks about Peach and um, <laughs> and what Toad's really messaging Bowser <laughs> off planet. Uh, yeah, I want oh, <laughs> I want Mario Tacoma made by Fulbright, please. That would be amazing. I've got it. Mm. I want Team Cherry to do an actual Metroid game. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I could just imagine that being amazing. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, so, Team Show, they yeah. make Hollow Knight, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah it, again, it's a bit of an obvious one if Heart Machine, who made Hyper Light Drifter, got to do an actual Zelda game as well. I think that'd be really cool. I mean, I know yeah, running with the theme of devs doing the actual franchise that they've obviously been influenced by. Um, but I think that is like a, a really interesting idea, yeah. Are Platinum Games an indie developer? Yeah. Well, sort of. them doing Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be up for that. And that's um, what I, I mean, want. It, you know, the other joke answer is, oh, imagine if they did Zelda those Dynasty Warriors. Of course, that's real and very good. <laughs> imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's all we've got for that one. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be all over them. Anyway, Kieran at kwint93 on Twitter. When are we going to see the glorious return of the Hutch as part of the TCGS network? <laughs> now I saw this I mean, tweet and I was like, "Guys, what is this?" Question mark. <laughs> um, so when I used to do Midnight Resistance, there was a running joke um, that I was going to do a podcast about rabbits because I had two rabbits and it was going to be called the Hutch. Uh, they're both dead now, so oh. probably not going to happen. Because I mean, uh, I, I mean. I, I wouldn't have a lot to say about rabbits anymore. It'd just be me reminiscing about my old pets. I'd probably only get one episode out of it, and um, that'd be it. How many so, old pets uh, have you had? How many pets have I had? What? Like, since I moved out from my parents? Or just like, ever? Have you had, like, a whole ever? suite of them? I mean, uh, I mean, we always had, like, family dogs growing up. So when I was living with my folks, so we, I think we went through three dogs. Um and then, yeah, so now I've got my own dog, Mara, who obviously here on these recordings most weeks because she's fucking noisy. Um, and then, yeah, then we had the rabbits as well. Um, I also had 
fish as a child. Do you ever get that thing where you really want fish as a kid and then you realise they're really boring? Yeah, you can't cuddle with anything, can you? No, you can't do can't shit with the fish. No, fucking rubbish. Um, uh, rabbits are fine. Um, you don't always get a lot out of them. They don't do much, bless them. Um, and half the time they won't even let you touch them. They just run away because you're a disgusting human. Um, I think that's it for me and pets. What about you guys? Um, I've always had cats. Is that what you've it had? Does not, it does not surprise yeah. me. You strike me as a cat person. You can see that. Yeah, I like cats. Yeah. Sorry. That's no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Really? I'm, I'm, I, the, the cats, do, the, he doesn't strike me as a cat person at all. No? Really? I just see you like a big Labrador and it's like, you know, man's best friend. And <laughs> not those like cats who do what they want and they like, you know, run off for days. I mean, I haven't got a cat. I don't want Emotionally like. unavailable. Cold. Oh, actually, good, good point. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why I like him. It's, um, yeah. About yeah, you, I mean, my, my parents had a dog, and um, it mm. died, and they they were too carp to have another one, which is really sad. But um, that was that like almost happened to us when we lost our first eye. I was only about four or five when he died. His name was Bodger, and, um, and he was a massive idiot staffy. And um, yeah, when he went, Dad was just like, nah, not doing this again. My parents had a, were a Yorkshire Terrier and, uh, mm-hmm. and a little white one called Tweedle, and they absolutely loved mm-hmm. it. And when, when he died, it was just too upsetting for my parents, which is really sad. But I, I was only four or five, when, or maybe actually yeah. two or three when that, when that happened. So I don't really, yeah. really remember much of him. But it was, yeah. <laughs> it was a really weird moment. Like when Isaac started getting a bit older, and I say getting a bit older, he's still only like 17 months. But when he got to the point where he was like obviously like interacting with Mara and like enjoying it, and I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to be best friends. Ah, fuck, and then she's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and he's gonna be like nine or ten when it happens, and he's gonna fully remember That's it, and so it's gonna bad. be horrible because she'll have always been there as far as he can remember. And then that's yeah, um, it's good that isn't it? Knowing you've like planted little time bombs for <laughs> yeah. you. Like, so great. how old is Mara? Uh, what is she now? She's like two or three now. And how long do dogs of that breed live for? Uh, it depends. Uh, Staffies, they often get like joint problems and stuff, but they're, they're mostly pretty healthy. They're usually sort of anywhere between eight or ten is pretty standard, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, it, it's just so yeah. sad when pet. I mean, like, so so sad when pets die. Like, I don't, it's I worse I than when family members die. <laughs> um, like, I was definitely more upset over losing dogs than like grandparents. Yeah. Um, but maybe that says more about my grandparents than my maybe. dogs or me. Um, right. Anyway, sorry, that went a bit somber. Any more questions? Anyway, yeah, uh, we we've got another actually. So um, this is actually a tweet from Dan. After Tetris Nine Nine being a thing, what would be the next series you'd want to do for Battle Royale? I would personally really want a Battle Royale based on Breath of the Wild. It already has all the key assets to make a decent BR game. Oh fuck! It does as well. Yeah, it really does. That's a great tweet. It's like, yeah, that could be fa- like you like flying away, like especially with all this stuff with you know. Um, yeah, everyone just gliding up, in to start with. Yeah, like, building up energy, and, and, yeah. like shooting stuff across the map. To if when a circle, you know, gets smaller, crafting, it's, break, got, it's got breakable weapons. It's got, you know, just yeah. when you're attacking someone, it breaks. Yeah, you know, it's, Dan, you're yeah, absolute that, genius. That, that, yeah, that yeah. Would, someone should make awesome. Someone needs to mod that. I don't know. Just make a Breath of the Wild battle royale. That sounds brilliant. Yep, that would be awesome. Um, <laughs> I don't know I'm if we're going to beat that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm no. just going to say I'm basically stealing Matt's joke, but Animal Crossing <laughs> Battle Royale. Animal Crossing BR, oh, yeah. Yeah, just everyone going at each other with axes. Why not? 
Um, but could, could, could you spice. change that? Actually, it's like it's you've got to get like a bang in the fish, and then like and then I don't know. They could be like a, <laughs> The Kimberly is like one on one. What? And it's like, okay, now we both have to catch a fish. Best fish, okay, I've got a good fish, you've got a shit one, you're dead. I'd, they could be. But it's a 100 <laughs> man that. knockout competition. Yeah. yeah. Fishing tournament. Knockout it's fishing, terrible. yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if that works. <laughs> it doesn't. <No. laughs> right. We, uh, we got anything else. 100 player Smash Bros. Would, uh... Oh, yeah, just all on screen at once. Yeah. Yeah, I'd watch that. That's surely got to be coming, isn't it? That's the kind of surely thing not. Surely that is technically impossible. I'm yeah, sure humble, how would you possibly do that, Jack? How do you see your character? I'm sure, you'd have to just break it down into like smaller matches, and then they sort of like it's just like a winner stays on thing. Oh, again, that would really that would work. And again, like just like Tetris Nine, you'll see like maybe. <laughs> so you're just describing a tournament. It's all happening at the same time. <laughs> And maybe you can see like color coded things around uh, off you know off screen or just like come on Tetris ninety nine. That also so sounds good. It's brilliant. We can have like two people fighting each other, and then the winner fights another person. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, we start with a hundred people. Clever and mind will get it fixed. Get it yeah. built. Um, yeah. Get end of Athena Allen. Why is Matt such a corporate bootlicker? See the Stadia <laughs> podcast. That tweet made me laugh. Corporate bootlicker. Mm. You, you're going to answer it? Um, I'm not a corporate bootlicker. I was like, <laughs> you mentioned this on um, the Sony one, James. Oh, Matt loves Stadia. I just, I'm excited for the future. What's wrong with that? I don't think it's necessarily a, a corporate thing. I think you just, as we've said, you just like new things. I just love and unfortunately, new, new things. things. New things tend to be made by companies. Yeah, companies um, make things. I like things. And there, there you go. go. It's, it's a, yeah, I'm a corporate bootlicker. <laughs> oh, I love that. Right, is uh, is that us? That's it. I'm really glad yeah. that even though we only had about three questions, we had shite answers for all of them. <laughs> yeah, we are the worst. But hey ho, we're the worst. Uh, yeah, and it's not even been a long show. I can't blame it on being tired. I'll probably be up for another hour after this, doing whatever I want. Can't. I've got no excuse. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, I've had a nice time. I hope you guys have as well. Uh, uh, yeah, we have, sorry. I'm, I'm after we did, you know, after the whole. Oh, we don't need to do another housekeeping thing at the end. I'm suddenly, I'm flailing. I'm, I'm lost. You've got all this time now, Sean. You can do no, whatever yeah. you want. I know. I don't well, know what no to do. Technically, it's this part of the just, end. Just, just so. do your catchphrase and just let's get it. Thank you, James. James, it's twenty two twenty two. You've always said if it's <laughs> stop trying to pull up, prolong this, <laughs> James. <laughs> if, it's, if I'll believe it when I see it when we end at half ten, we've got eight minutes. We can we can chat. I, the shit. I know what your game is. You just keep trying to prolong <laughs> things. We can it's do like whatever you want now. Just like, we're getting close to the end. Sean, tell me all about your pets. Sean, tell me about your life, Sean. Let's start at the beginning. That's all I'm going to do. Here we get that where some, yeah, sometimes someone asks you a question then halfway through the answer you're like, why am I answering this? I mean, In only every detail. single day. But... Yeah. But... <laughs> right. Uh, no, thank no, let's, you. Let's keep it going, Sean. Let's no, keep I it don't, going. no, I don't want to keep, I don't keep going. What did everyone do today? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting us podcast in the nude. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.